Me? Yeah, you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Good. Let's do it. John Stairs, you're listening to Topics Under the Stairs. As always, I'm joined by Ryan and Mark. Hello there. Hello. Uh, we have two very special guests with us tonight. Uh, I've been excited about this one for quite a while. Uh, we have Kelly and Danny with us from Vava Vans. Hello. Hello. Um, super stoked to talk to them about how they got into van building and the whole van life movement and uh, what it's all about. It's It's something that I think a lot of people fantasize about. And uh, it's it's very interesting to me. So I'm really excited to take a deep dive on it. Absolutely. Uh, before we get rolling, this episode's brought to you by the Revival Motoring Network. Uh, you can check out revivalmotoring.com for all the latest news in the Revival Motoring YouTube channel. Um, if you haven't listened to the other shows on our, our network here, we have our show, Topics Under the Stairs. There's the Revival Motoring Show, our friends at Loose's Fast and Talking Motorcycles. Uh, most of those shows release once a week between that and the YouTube videos, we're getting like eight to 10 hours of content a week for free. Uh, so if you want to make it not free and help us have this awesome studio that we have, you can donate to our bucks for the boys system. Bucks for the boys. Bucks for the boys is our sustainable donation system. Uh, kind of a value for value method. If you want to do a buck a month, two bucks a month, you can do a dollar once and never again. That's fine too. Anything helps. Uh, check that out. If you don't want to donate that way, you can buy a bunch of the cool merchandise. You, we have topics under the stairs, stickers on there right now, three different types of coffee, whole bean or ground, whichever you like. That's so clutch six kicked different types of coffee. six different types of coffee. Technically. Yeah. Clutch kicked midnight jumpstart. See that math. I did that. whatever flavor you like. Yep. Uh, big thanks to our friends at the Cardinal agency for building that amazing, very user friendly website. We have, if you have any web or design needs, definitely reach out to those folks there at the Cardinal Agency. Um, lastly, please leave reviews and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Uh, also, sharing the episodes, all that stuff really helps. Uh, you know, one new friend that listens to our show uh, could be a lifelong listener, and we greatly appreciate it. Everyone matters. Everybody matters. Everybody matters. Every single individual listener. Do I owe anyone co- uh, coffee this week? Uh, you do, actually. Well, who do I owe? Yo, uh, Mr. J. Pottle. I owe him coffee? He yes. just hasn't picked his coffee up. That's not fair. Well, he That's did say, because we were giving his coffee He's away. getting one can. He knows he the like, rules. Oh, yeah, right? he knows the rules. And he would like to, <laughs> he did try to leave it on um, Apple reviews, uh, and it was not letting him. Uh, That's so to, weird. Yeah, it was weird. He kept telling him, the, he tried like five or six different, um, asked him, not, a, not for a username, but like a, a nickname or something. And he kept using different ones. It wouldn't, it just said they, it was already used and he couldn't use it. So yeah. Well, unfortunately like Apple listening platforms are, are just going to die because Spotify is better at yeah. everything. Hey, you settle know. down. It's true. <laughs> and I'm an Apple user. Look at me. They, I'm laced up. Too. All right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm laced up. Yeah. But Spotify is just the way you guys, Spotify users. Absolutely. We'll yeah. A lot of podcasts Big on time. Spotify. Yeah. Same. Hmm. I, 
I would never open this stupid podcast Apple program on my Apple phone. (laughs) (laughs) We'll tell you who's not going to pay us. (laughs) (laughs) Apple is not backing the dump truck up. That is for me, I'm sure. We're waiting for Spotify's (laughs) dump truck full of money. Exactly. And then you will hear all of the ads because I don't care at that point. Uh, But yes, his his title was Where's My Coffee? Yep. Now, I've had this coffee since the summertime, and he's had ample ample time to come get it. But he lives in Maine, and he doesn't get down here very often. So this is his review. Listening to what people do for a living and the random rants from John, Ryan, and Mark has become part of my weekly commute. You feel as you are there with them, knocking back some beers. The hot topics of pet peeves and how people can be so stupid keep you laughing. (laughs) (laughs) If you want a solid laugh every week, give them a listen. We talk about the decline of humanity pretty often. That's endless content. Yeah, it really is. Some head slappers here. Yeah. A good example was we were talking about when people bring donuts to the office and it's like, oh, here we go. Just take a donut. Like, don't cut it in half because then the next person, I don't know how they cut it in half. Experiencing that's cutting donuts in half. You've never seen this? No. This is happening way more often than you think it is. It is. We're getting pictures of people's offices with donuts cut in half. And then the the part that I brought up was the muffin top. They take the muffin top and leave the stump. That's just egregious. That's that's not right. That's That's wrong. That's right. Yeah, but we're getting pictures from people like this is happening in real time at my office right yeah. now. Uh, I worked in trades, and once the donuts get there, they're gone. Yeah, and that's the right, whole you take one. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, you you take, nobody in the trades taking, yeah. taking half a jelly donut. This yeah. is not happening. <laughs> it's all or nothing. Do you take yeah. the whole yeah. donut. I always take all right. the whole donut. Good, because that's you, good to hear. Whether you eat it or not, that's your business. You yeah. keep your half with you. If you don't want no. the other half, that's I can't fine. believe the leaving Mu- of the muffin. The leaving that's of the muffin. That's just not right. Yeah. yeah, a muffin stop. That's just stunned. ridiculous. I, ne- I, never, I haven't witnessed the muffin thing. Oh so God. when Tobias brought it up, I like was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I, I never even thought about let's, let's partially dismantle this muffin <laughs> and leave the stuff. We'll do it. Uh, I know. This is weird as somebody like cutting a slice of pizza in half. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. what are you doing there? You're not saving yeah. anything. Yeah. Is that really going to change your life, that half a pizza that you didn't <laughs> yeah. eat? See, that's how I look at it. You guys all looked at it like how they cut it, the germs and mm. the cleanliness. And I was like, oh, I, I'm not even worried about that. I hate cross-contamination. Like, I don't want to no, assume that the person that it was, cut the donut it was, did it correctly. It was more like a, uh, it was like, <laughs> I didn't, just yeah. I never exactly. thought yeah. of it, so I didn't see it that way. And I was like, oh, another avenue I haven't gone down. Great. <laughs> um, we do have another new review that I didn't even know about until just now. Okay, cool. Uh, and do we want to talk about the review debacle? Because the boys, uh, this yeah, is fast. I was right. just going to get right. into that. Perfect. So somehow something, some glitch happened where Luce's fast got a review that was for us. Yeah. And then we got I don't a, know if it was a glitch or someone just, or somebody for, just to be funny or somebody just was trolling us. Right. 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 Uh, but yeah, so we got, we got this uh, review on February 14th. Valentine's day. Um, actually a couple, we got one, lots of energy, very fun. That was from, Carl Topi, whoever that is. Thank you. Very nice. Uh, another one on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Lots of love for Valentine's Day. I love love. Did you do love love? You are the love otter, according to Bruce. Yep. Right. Love chameleon. Yep. Uh, <laughs> great show. Lots of interesting guests from the local area. I tune in every Monday to listen to Mark's rants, John's news segments, and Ryan's famous knockout comments. Uh, <laughs> all in all, it's a great listen, and I can't wait for the live stream. Uh, then the next day, Here's the one that confused me. Uh, it's always great to hear from these guys about their stories, what's going on in last week, or to hear from their guests. There's always some awesome personality in the show. Sometimes it's a broken down Volkswagen. Sometimes it's fun trips that are coming back from, or sometimes it's something else entirely. Uh, always a great time to listen. The boys are obviously passionate about what they talk about and are great fans of this awesome sport. Now it gets confusing because mm-hmm. I hate sports. 
So remember, <laughs> so remember, listen to Kyle, Dan, and Norm from the Loose's Fast Podcast. So that was a total troll. So I don't know if that was from Dan, if Dan wrote that, or if he... That was from Robbo7527. Oh, no, yeah. he didn't write it. He talked about... He uh, just talked about it, I think. That's how I picked up yeah. on it, too. All right, I wasn't sure if... Because he said he went in, and I wasn't sure if he did that to, like, troll us, because they got our... No, no, he said he happened to look at their review and noticed it was about us. Right, right. And then he goes, just for the... The fuck of it. I'm going to look at topics and see yeah. what their latest reviews are. And it was like a, a flop. But was that Ribo, like Ryan with the CC? It might be, yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Ribo. It's Robo, R O B O. Oh, R O B O. So I don't know. Um, then this one's from Mrs. Crumbun. We've got a lot of new reviews. This is good. I don't care if they're so for somebody else. If they're on our page and yeah, five stars, I'm in. Gary's yeah. Big shout to Stacy. As a gal who spends coffee. lots of time driving each week, I love listening to the guys and their banter. I love the variety of guests and topics. Thank you very much. Thanks, Stacy. Even though we still hate peeps, I think I owe her coffee, right? <laughs> you probably do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Get some coffee. Where's this coffee coming yeah. from? <laughs> so there's a, we have some sample bags for the photos over there, but uh, we can definitely arrange that for you. We're big coffee people. So oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Sweet. so one of our previous. You should listen to our coffee episode. It was very Justin informative. Enos. Yeah, uh, Justin Enos. Yeah, he uh, he works for Fuel. Okay, yeah, I've, um, heard, I've heard of fuel. He's a, he's a brewer. He's, he was at another place for a really long time before that, but he's at fuel now. And, uh, he roasts that coffee for us and it's pretty awesome. He's a great job. We actually have a little rating scale at home on the fridge. Oh, oh really? Oh, one to I 10. Like it. Yeah. 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 So every week we get a new coffee and then we rate it together. 10 you, is best you've ever had. Okay. And one is absolute shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Do you, oh, we definitely have to get you guys to try it then. I'll get you guys some. Absolutely. Um, do you use that? Do you use that glass weird thing? No, no. I know what you're talking the, about. The chem, Chemex? No. No? no okay. We just, we just brew the coffee. And okay. It. We're not that crazy. Yeah, we brew it. We drink it. Yeah. We rate it. Yeah. He, we were talking about like all the different types of brewing things. The other person we had on uh, was uh, Matt uh, from Restoration Coffee. He was a oh, great yeah. guest yeah. as well. Um, I've heard very good things about their coffee as well. Oh, it's so good. They have this latte. It's like an oat lavender latte called the Rachel. It's the best drink ever. You just had one the other day, man. I fucking love lavender. We went to Seattle and I got lavender in my coffee. That's right. We have a lavender pump at home for our coffee. Mm. You should come to, we're talking about yoga early. You should come to Cassie's slow flow class. She does lavender cold towels at the end of it. That sounds incredible. It is very (laughs) luxurious. (laughs) Uh, I callbacks. You want to get some callbacks? Do you have any callbacks? Yeah, I uh, I got one from our good friend, Paul, Paul Cuman, Paul Cuman. So uh, he messaged me directly. He uh, So this is a whole sweatpants thing. Um, so he goes, for someone super strong feelings about sweatpants, you even have your own sticker. You're okay with people wearing sweatpants on a plane. You're a changed man. <laughs> I'm also surprised you would be okay with them dressing, the dressing of animals because I sent that picture, which got oh, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, so yeah. I got to redo that. You've been more lenient about the sweatpants because it's purpose. We we I just there's a purpose. There's a time and a place for everything. So that brings me up to um, basically me being a hypocrite because (laughs) because I've been going to the gym now and why it's like five a.m. I'm like, well, and you're wearing sweatpants. I I'm wearing sweatpants to the gym, but immediately Uh, my legs don't get cold. I can I go to the gym at like six a.m. And I can wear, I need a hoodie, but I'll wear shorts still. Yeah, I need shorts. Yeah, yeah. usually wear shorts, Same, but lately yep. I've just been wearing the sweatpants. That but I'm also a big sweatpants guy. Specifically mm. ordered for this. Where's your cutoff where you wear them, though? Because that was our 
That was our topic uh, a few months back. Is like how my, my cutoff? Well, no, not his cutoff. Uh, yeah. His big sweatpants. I, I, yeah, I flop back and forth. Like I, I can't. Don't I, look at that. I'll go to Walmart sometimes with sweatpants oh, on. Yeah, I will <laughs> just to grab pancakes or something. Pancake mix. But will you go to Target? Because I feel like that's the line. Target? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, never. No, to Target. Like, absolutely yeah. not. Not the bullseye. No. And I don't even. And then it's like take a picture of me. Okay. And then there's like you know the there's no people. The joggers now are more fashionable. You know they're more fashionable than like a traditional. Gray sweatpant. Look, as long as it's not like a plaid pajama bottoms with like dirt stains on the yeah, bottom angles, yeah, I'm okay. A, you know, okay, monster shirt. I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think the color makes a big difference. Like if you just wear those like Heather gray sweatpants, like oh, yeah. people pick you out like this. Oh, and also brands. Yeah, that's for fair. sure. Yep. But yeah, if you wear like a black or a dark blue and you kind of just looks like you may oh, be. God, a dark blue. I know it's not my favorite, but like <laughs> you kind of blend in a little, fat, you know, a little better. You don't the original out. rant I went on, I don't even remember what I said. But it's recorded. Well, I, I agree. I, I, some, you know, it's just like so, get your shit together. Yeah, you know? yeah. But so, the plane, though, the plane is a torn. torn, a torn the top. plane, it's like, hey, you, you, like two hours, six hours. No, you get dressed. Be, be, <laughs> no, be comfortable. I get it. No, fuck that. I like. I mean, the, I wear shorts. I like you know the whole idea of like the sixties and seventies. Like when you went on or a plane, a you were like dressing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Big yeah. Deal. But you also had a chair that was. Fucking three right. feet wide. Got a point. Place was, to put your feet. It was, you know? two, yeah. it was two rows. Exactly. Two seats, not yeah. three. Our, right. Yeah. We're t- then that went into a whole thing of like some people don't wear shorts on a plane or like don't like the idea of shorts on a plane. I can't do the bare feet on a plane. Bare yeah, I get that. I won't Come wear on. bare feet on a plane. I'll go through security with bare feet because I don't. Oh, wow. I, See, I fear about being yeah. hot. I uh, yeah, I don't want to be hot. Plane. I don't want to be hot, but I won't take yeah. my shoes off. Can't. I was like, I was with you on the dressing for the planes. Yeah, I liked it until I went on a ten-hour flight. Yeah, and I almost lost it halfway. <laughs> he redlined. Yeah. Red <laughs> red I tried to stay up the night before so I could sleep on the plane, sure, sure. thinking that that's the way to do it. That but doesn't work. No, because no. like you said, you're in a, a tiny little aisle of a seat, mm-hmm. and I'm four hours in, and I'm already red-eyed, and I'm just losing my mind. Cassie's gonna in front of me. Won't turn his light off. Cassie's gonna kill me for telling the story. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so we when we flew to Europe. She was like, oh, I'll take an edible before we get on the plane. I'll just pass out. It'll be great. We get on the plane and uh, it was Delta to like, I don't know if it was direct to Italy. I guess it was direct to Italy. And they started playing like the security video or the safety video where it shows you like uh, the drop down oxygen masks. But the way they do theirs now is hilarious. It's like a, they make it like a fashion show and it shows like the uh, the flight attendants like walking down like an aisle at a fashion show with like the uh, life vests on and then the seatbelt is a mime and his hands are painted silver and he goes behind the chair and he hugs your waist and he like clips his hands like a seatbelt. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Right. Well, I was just like, kind of like, wow, this is silly. And she is just, her fucking brain is melting. And she's just like, Oh my God, do you see this? It was so funny. Uh, It was hilarious. She is going to kill you. Yeah. It's a funny story though. Yeah. She was losing her shit over that video. I'll tell you, that's a rabbit hole. I can go down. What's yeah, the, the whole emergency. Yeah. Oh, we don't need to go. We can have a whole episode yeah, about yeah. that. We'll save that for when nobody's here. <laughs> yeah. <Holy> shit. <laughs> uh, you want to play? We got a message from Paul. You want to play that quick? Sure. Yeah, let's do Let it. Of course. Go too far here. Okay, here we go. So I'm sitting in traffic, you know, and as a, as a young child, I loved to see nothing but like rubber bands on wheels. And now as an older man, I'm looking around and I like to see some meat on some wheels, right? But I'm looking at this like Subaru Crosstech, little lift, probably some 32s on it. 
you know, this guy looks like he does a little bit of overlanding. And then I see the Instagram fucking sticker and I'm like, fuck you. I fucking hate everything about you. Don't put your Instagram on your car. You're better than that. Okay, love you. Bye. Hold on. I got more. I thought I ran out of time. Oh, boy. Yeah, if you put your Instagram on your car, I immediately fucking hate you. Like, I would never. It's like allowing my friends to go out looking like a complete fucking schmuck. If I had a friend and he put an Instagram on his fucking car, I would be like, you're not a fucking you're not that guy like what the fuck man i it drives me nuts i see it on like fucking big ass tacomas and i'll see it on like mustang gts with like slicks or like you got a fucking demon you got a demon i don't want to see your instagram on your car i don't care okay now love you bye (laughs) that was the best part part. (laughs) i i agree and i disagree because i know people that like you know, if you own like a small business or something, business like, fuck different. yeah. Nope, I, that's I, completely different. Truck. Yeah. So, that, but that's, but that's a business. That's I was going to say But the then thing. there's like people who I just like co look at pictures of my car. Me, that's different. Yeah. I that's, have a buddy that does that. He has a, a yeah. souped up smacker. Oh, little yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so he has his Instagram across the back. I made fun of him the same way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there's a line. There's a line. You know, there's, there's a time and a place for everything. And unfortunately, people ruin everything. That's hilarious. Any, uh, I have a couple callbacks. You have anything, Ryan? Uh, just we went we went skiing this week, so uh, took a few days off. Went up to Ragged Mountain in New Hampshire. Get the kids back on the skis after a few years. Nice. Uh, they took to it pretty well. Got them on the lift for the first time because they were younger, and I couldn't go to help them, so I didn't want to just send them up by themselves. But yeah. They're 16 and 13 now, and guess what? They got on there one time, and then Ann and I went to Lodge and had drinks for the rest of the day. It was fabulous. <laughs> oh, nice. fantastic. They just went up and down, up and down, up and yeah. down. It was fucking awesome. Nice. So, uh, yeah, they had a ball. And, Cassie uh, and I are going a couple of weeks. I've never been. It should it's be interesting. Like I just did a snowboard. Nice. Yeah? Yeah, but I didn't realize how expensive it is now. Oh, yeah. I thought it, like when so I was a kid, it was like 40 bucks. Yep. You know, now it's what, 110, 120 bucks, uh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. If not more, yeah. Some oh of the bigger God. mountains are like up in the 150 range for a day. Jesus. Which, yeah, it was like years ago when we started doing this, it was like, oh, I'll get him into it. You know, it was like fun for me when I was a kid and used to have a ball. And, you know, even when I was like out of high school, Blake, my brother and I would like shoot up to Wachusett at night and do like night skiing and all that oh, stuff. Oh, night skiing. Yeah, 25 bucks. You can ski for six uh, hours. Like it was awesome. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if the kid's going to afford to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I can't a couple yeah, weeks wow. ago. I was like, like, oh, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to do, the, do it this weekend. Yeah. I saw the prices. I'm like, oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now we're doing Jay Peak the first weekend of March. That should be fun. Jay Peak's, Jay Peak's a nice mountain. You skiing or snowboarding? I'm going to snowboard. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Have I you, think so. Have you been before? Or? One time when I was like 10. So it doesn't even count. And was that snowboarding? Yes. You skateboard at all? Uh, no, I was more into BMX bikes. Okay. So I'm fucked either way. I did surf. Somewhere. You could, oh, well, you then, could just yeah. go tubing. Yeah, no. I want to go tubing. No, I was pretty proficient. skill involved in that one, yeah. I, the only reason I stopped surfing, I learned how to surf in Hawaii and it was awesome. And I went, I like every time I would go, I'd, I'd rent a board and it was fun. But, um, here, the only time you can surf is when it's cold out and like putting a dry suit on is a fucking pain in the ass. You know, my buddy Mox surfs around the, the East coast and I want yeah. to it so bad, but uh, it's cool. But like suiting like. up and like going into the ocean in like October kind of yeah. blows. <laughs> it's yeah. it's yeah. just not that fun. Yeah. It's tough around here too. Like I'll drive by first beach all the time and I'm seeing like two foot waves and this guy's out there just, just trying to live the dream. It's like, yeah. Oh man, you yeah. are just not getting there. Yeah. It's well, not going to get there. If you go on like hurricane season, it's awesome down yeah, there. That's when you but, go, yeah. but yeah, it just, it's cold and nothing about it is 
refreshing at all. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. awful. <laughs> Even the seals are casting judgment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all sitting up there like, uh, what is it, Waldorf and Statler and the Muppets? Yeah. They're just looking down like, oh, man, look at this These idiots again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, big ma- thanks to Moritz for coming in to fill in for me last week because uh, I actually skipped recording last week because I went to a show. Uh, and it was very good. Glad I went. Yeah, let's hear about the show. I went to go see uh, Torn in Half and Mutilatred and Vomit Forth. Oh, um, I've heard Torn in Half. Yeah, Torn in Half's awesome. Yeah. Uh, they just came out the night that, of that show. They came out with a new EP at midnight. It's so fucking good. I've been listening to it like nonstop. So that was really good. Mutilatred. One of the members of that band is in uh, Sango Saga Box. So okay. they, they're touring constantly. So this other band never plays. So when, they, when I saw that the show came out, I'm like, all right, I can't miss that. Got to go. Even though it's a Thursday. We never get to see Sanguasagabog when we go. So Yeah. Yeah. Last time we went to go see them at the Middle East, um, show me the body and Candy was playing downstairs. Ah, Candy. And this was in, we were in Sonia in the back room. Yeah. Yep. And during Candy's set, somebody jumped off the stage and was swinging on the, the sprinkler pipes and blew the sprinkler head off the pipe and flooded oh, the place. Good. Yeah. yeah so, I love those venues too. Yeah, we, so we, fun. We've been there a lot this year. Yeah. It's such a fun venue. Yeah. Um, wizard. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, that guy. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, yeah, this was upstairs. This was the first time I had been upstairs. Uh, Sonia, right in the back. Well, no, uh, the show I went to last Thursday was middle East upstairs. Okay. Okay. But then the show that got shut down because of the water, we were at Sonia and middle East downstairs flooded, but they closed everything. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, so it was like two songs into the first band. Well, I got a little single song. Yeah. But yeah, that show Thursday was awesome. Really, really good. Stoked. I went. Torn half is so fucking good too. I'm actually going to talk to those guys because uh, Dylan knows some of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to reach out to them about coming on the show. Nice. So I got uh, tickets for Bane's 14th last show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roadrunner. Yeah, that's going to be big. Yep. Yep. Um, that's right in the neighborhood of our good friends Widowmaker's new location that's opening soon. Oh, nice. Yep. Um, but yeah, that that Bane show will be real cool. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go to another show. It's really, it's tough. It's a tough decision that same day. And it'll involve me being in New York for the whole weekend. And I'm really torn. You don't seem that torn. No, I'm pretty (laughs) torn. I'd love to see Bane again. I was never super into Bane, but they're just so fun to see live. Uh, Same. I was at the same position. We grew up with them. Exactly. Exactly. And their live show is just, it's it's a whole different thing than listening to it on Spotify or something. Um, But... I don't know if you guys are into this shit at all. One of my favorite artists of all time, completely unrelated, um, Phoebe Bridges. Why does it sound so familiar? She's amazing. Yeah, she's like a calm, nice yeah. singer, right? Yeah. It's like the other genre that I listen to. She has a side project called Boy Genius. It's like Phoebe Bridges and Lucy Dacus, and they are playing in New York City. And I have like free tickets to it because of a family member's friend who owns this venue. Mm-hmm. And it's like a teeny tiny intimate venue. Ooh. And she's huge and she's like selling out arenas with Taylor Swift. But this side project is in like a little tiny, like hundred person venue. Oh, then that's a no brainer. So I think I got to go to that. That's a no brainer. Yeah. So I think I got to go to that for sure. But it's a bummer because it would be cool to see them again. I haven't been to that Roadrunner venue yet. Have you? It's really good. I like it a lot. It's set up really nice. It it, it flows pretty easily. Yeah. I'm excited to check it it out. I don't hate it at all. Um, I've been to the Paradise a couple of times this year. I like that a lot. Yeah, Paradise is good. Yeah, Paradise is Venues fun. have been kicking back up around you. Yeah, yeah you know? it's good. That Alchemy's new spot in Providence is awesome. Ooh, Alchemy's is really good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, we saw uh, 
knocked loose and gate creeper there it was awesome oh, gate creeper i yep. love gate creeper. oh me too that, i've been more into that shit lately than hardcore. i know i can tell by the way you were talking yeah yeah all yeah. death metal stuff yeah, all death metal <laughs> yep it's it's fun I've been back into like that old scene again. I've been going to a lot more shows, a lot more. Yeah, I've been seeing that. Yeah, yeah. The kids have really been bringing it to shows, the energy. They're really making it like a fun time like it used to be when we were kids. It's good. It's good. I'm loving it. It's really cool to see. It's been definitely motivating me to go to more shit too. And it's funny that I'm here. I was telling the guys earlier because I used to go to your shows when I was a kid. Yeah. That's what got me into hardcore was going to your shows. I was telling them that. I'm like, man, I was like, I was probably like 21. Danny was probably like 15, 16, right? Yeah. It's the reason why I got into a band. Yeah. was for dying for it. No shit. That's so funny to me. Fucking crazy to hear. You're a role model, John. Who knows? He is. He is. Um, I've been trying to find, I cannot find it and it's driving me nuts. Um, that band I was in afterwards, Just Rage, for like oh, yeah. six months. Oh, yeah. Oh, my months. God. I forgot about Just Rage. Yeah. I want to find... I don't have I any electronic I, copy of the I CD. Bet I, I bet I can get you one. Yeah? Yeah, I bet oh, I can that'd get be you. awesome. <laughs> and the only place that it lived online was MySpace, and all of the MySpace music crashed, and it's all gone. Oh, I completely forgot about Your that. wall fell down. Yeah. Do you still have Dying For It recordings? Yeah. Yeah, I still have... Uh, I think I have the, the, like the four-song demo and then the full length. I have that. Um, but like I hit up like Willis, um, I hit up Josh Craig, the kid who played drums in that band. Uh, I talk to Josh Craig all the time. Yeah. And like, yeah. nobody has the recording though. He doesn't have it either. No, no. He, he left a lot of his old stuff, like old life behind. Yeah. Now that he's doing all his new things. I was actually just talking to him. We're, uh, we're talking about jamming again. Oh, good. Yeah. With, and I asked Josh to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and he actually hit me up about it. He's like, when the fuck are we starting a hardcore band? I'm like, dude, I'm busy. How's like, the time to yeah. do it? The scene is popping. I know. The scene's popping. I'm going to stretch my knees out. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like. Older now. Hobbies are very time consuming. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's been fun to go to more shit. So that's why I wasn't here last week because I went to a fucking death metal show and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I get going on this week? Toby came and helped me with a bunch of shit on the Mark II. Big thanks to him. Yep. We got. A bunch of stuff done uh, that I wanted to do. I did get blasted in the face with hot coolant, and it was a real bummer. Oh, that's no fun. Uh, luckily, it wasn't that hot. I only driven the car on the block once. Uh, so the only thing I burned was my hand a little bit, my I face. Heard, I heard it's a sweet taste. Yeah, very sweet. <laughs> very, very sweet. <laughs> did you not know that was going to happen? It hurts in the eyes. Yeah. Oh, no, I, it wasn't like I just like opened the coolant like that cap like an idiot. No, we, uh, we were adjusting the shift linkage on the tower, on the transmission, and I'm like, oh, there's like that hose is like piddling a little bit. And it had just like a screw clamp on it. So I went to go tighten the screw clamp. Literally the screwdriver barely grazed the head of the screw and the plastic pipe that the hose was fitted over snapped. That's why it was leaking because it was like hanging on by yeah. a thread. Wow. And just me nudging it the slightest bit, it exploded because it was hot and pressurized and it blew up. It bounced off my hand and blew up in my face. Wow. It was fucking awful. Oh, lucky. Yeah. So reminder, uh, I'm pretty comfortable and proficient with cars, but uh, it was very stupid to try to tighten the coolant hose when it was hot. <laughs> so. A little so PSA for all you kids out yeah. there. I would have done the same thing, though. Stop and think <laughs> before you do something dumb. Mistakes are inevitable. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that goes a lot for what you guys do, too. I mean, you're Absolutely. working with power tools. You've been working with. You know, you're working in the construction business and you're a contractor or a carpenter, technically. Yeah, yeah. Start to finish carpenter for eight years. So with that, it's the same thing. You get uh, overconfident because you're comfortable with the tools you use. It's like, oh, my safety glasses are on the other side of the room. Oh, I'll just fucking zing this quick. And then you get yeah, something in your constantly, eye. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, I get I can fucking bullshit about bullshit for a long time. Let's do Let's just dive in. Let's do it. 
Cool. Uh, so like I said, we've got Kelly and Danny with us from Vava Vans. And uh, from my outside understanding, Kelly, you built your own van like three years ago, four years ago, roughly. I think it was like 2018 into 2019 oh, wow. okay. was right when I did that. Yeah. So where did that idea come from? Oh, well, so back then the whole van life thing, especially as like a solo female was not super popular. There was actually only a few people on YouTube who had done it. Um, but back in that phase of my life, I, um, was working a corporate job. I was working, you know, nine to five. Um, I would go to work hour and a half commute to get there hour and a half commute home I had a house. I had like the fancy car. I had everything that I thought was awesome and I wanted, you know, um, back then. And then I just sort of figured that I had um, to do something different because I was super just depressed and miserable. Um, I wasn't doing any of my hobbies. I bought a mountain bike. I never used it. Especially um, that commute. It's like soul sucking. Yeah, oh. it, it really was draining. Um, and from there, I kind of just progressed into uh, getting into minimalism. So I kept listening to these guys called the minimalists on my way to work. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about simplifying your life, um, you know, just really trying to live a life that allows you to feel fulfilled. And here I was just miserable paying bills, working, paying bills, working. Um, so they kind of got in my head. Um, and then I found a couple people on YouTube who were converting vans and living in vans and stuff like that. And I was like, what better way to go the minimal route? And I ended up getting to this point where I was like, I'm just going to take this leap. So I ended up selling my house. I, uh, took my fancy car, drove it right to the Ford dealership and bought a van and I didn't tell anyone and That's then awesome. everyone thought it was insane. Um, and then I moved into my sister's basement and I watched every YouTube video ever, um, that there was, and I converted the van over the course of a few months and I hit the road with no agenda. And it wow. Was, it That's was incredible. Crazy. Yeah. That is so awesome to hear because when somebody asks, like I, I'm like, you know, Jack of, all trades master of none situation. Like I I'm pretty handy, but like, I'm not fucking great at anything, but just figure it out. You know, like I don't want to hire somebody for this. So I'm just going to like watch a YouTube video and figure it out. When somebody asks me how to do something that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I just figured it out myself. It's like, figure it out. Like, yeah, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Especially with YouTube these days. Yeah. YouTube and like amazing. You literally have a computer in your pocket. Like Google it. <laughs> Look on YouTube. There's, there's a video for everything. So that's cool to hear that you just, winged it and figured it out. Uh, so you, and not only that, it's like, you got to buy tools. Like that's a yeah. huge commitment. Yeah, it was, I, I had honestly only built a shelf before. Um, yeah. so this was very, very new. So I was sort of hopping into like every so you kind forum. of bridged the gap there. You went, yeah. went from zero to a hundred. Yeah. I, I, that's kind of how I do things, but, um, yeah, I bought a circular saw, a drill and just kind of went from there. And I was like, what can I get done with this? And then Ryobi. expanded. Oh, it was even worse. I think it was, um, what's, what's the orange one? <laughs> oh yeah. It was like black and deca. But yeah, no, it was, it was a process. I just, um, learned as I went and then there was a lot of people online that I kind of connected with in forums and would type out my questions and get advice. Like what type of screws do I put this wood into the walls of my van with, you know? Yeah. 
Um, and everyone was super helpful. Um, yeah, it was, it was quite an adventure. Yeah. That's wild. I do want to like get into the travels Yes. more for sure. But like, we'll fast forward a little bit to Vava Van. So you came up with this name and you were obviously sharing your trip, I assume. Um, how did that like morph into like helping other people build vans? Yeah. So, um, I think what it kind of came down to is that, um, when Danny and I first started dating, I still had my van, but I kind of had a little bit of a longing after my, my travels for a period to have like a home base. Mm. So we ended up getting, you know, a house together and we still had the van and we would do all these like fun weekend trips and, you know, just go out on little adventures. We did a cross country trip and things like that. And then eventually, um, we decided to sell Jolene and convert another van. And then we did that together because Danny, I'll let you talk about it, but you left, um, your construction job. Yeah, well, uh, I was doing construction for about eight years in, uh, on the, on the Marshfield coast mm -hmm. and all these, uh, custom beach houses and renovations and stuff like that. A lot of intricate custom work. Yeah. Like built-ins and yeah, things yeah. like that. And yeah. I loved my company. I loved what I was doing, but I felt like I needed to change. I needed to do something that I wanted to do. Yep. So, I mean, that's how I met her was when she started her little journey. I started following it on, on social medias yep. and oh, being wow. really impressed with how she's doing things without any knowledge. Yeah. You know, like. I knew she didn't have any background in all, any of this, but the things she was putting up, the content, I was very impressed with. So that's how we kind of started talking. Yeah. Went on a couple of days from there. And I mean, not to fast forward it too far, but back when we got the house, yeah, I, I needed to change. So, yeah. you know, we, we, I asked her, is it possible for us to take a leap where I can stop working the construction company that I have and just focus full time on the vans? Yeah. So that's why uh, she ended up deciding to sell Jolene. And yep. getting us the money to finance another van. Yeah. And, get that, and just take that chance, that leap, you know, ended up uh, panning out pretty well for us. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And now that's, that was going to be another one of my questions. So like, say like if I had a van and I wanted like one specific thing done, you guys could handle that. Or you guys could buy a van, build it and then sell it. Like you might not even know who your buyers when you start, right? Exactly. So what, what, when we started it, we obviously had no idea what direction we were going to go in, how we were going to do it, navigate these waters. We both were like, just send it. Mm. So we got the first van and we thought this is what we're going to do. We'll buy a van. We'll have certain packages that we can build and then we'll just, you know, send it out. Yeah. That way it has nothing to do with us. Yeah. But uh, we ended up getting, getting contacted by a few different clients who had their own stuff and mm. wanted to do the work. And it would be great for the image of the, of the business. Like uh, one of our uh, clients had this cool military vehicle. That thing's sweet. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. stuff like that. So like that didn't go, that didn't go well with what we were planning on doing. Mm. So obviously you have to roll with the punches. Yeah. So we ended up doing that and it, it came into an, another client bringing their own van, empty van. So we, we got to start that from the beginning. That's cool. So it was still a start. You, you guys kind of helped design it and everything. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And she's very good with her research. She's incredible with the organization and putting it together and helping the client know what they want. So, yeah. Yeah. And you've already lived it. So it's like, yeah, I know you want to do this layout, but let me tell you why that probably sucks. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of that where, you know, you see all these fancy builds online, but are they really, you know, functional when yeah. you're actually out 
doing van life, right? right? right. So yeah, like when you're like, uh, some people don't well, necessarily like the, you know, when you're driving, like, like what are you tents gonna- on, but never go sleep in the tents, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you use the word in the beginning of this podcast, fantasy. Yeah, and, the, and that is a big word with van life is mm-hmm. fantasy. So yeah, like after two weeks on the road, it's not so much of a fantasy anymore. And let's face it, like oh, no. a you're lot of people, dirty, the showers yeah. aren't yeah. great. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. a lot of the people it. that do this are financing it because they're really great content creators and influencers mm-hmm. and you can make like a parking lot look amazing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that person might be having the worst day ever, but like they can make this image look perfect. I mean, that's that's social media in general. Yeah, exactly. And I've lived that. So like mm-hmm. when I first went out and did my solo travels, like I, I yeah, you documented it pretty YouTube heavily, right? And I was, you know, starting to explore being, you know, a quote influencer. Um, and it went really well, but there was a lot behind the scenes of like those times that were really trying or mm. you are in that Walmart parking lot and then I'm driving somewhere else to do a little bit of filming um, and then going back. So there there was that, you know, piece of it that I lived for a period of time. And then I was like, you know, what? I'm not going to I'm not going to fib about this. Like, yeah. this is what my day actually looks like. And I tried to kind of shift it. I think people appreciate that more sometimes. They do. They yeah. Do. Authenticity is huge. And, you know a lot of people who are watching the YouTube videos have the dream of going out and living van life. Mm. So it's nice for them to actually have a real picture of what an actual day is like. Cause a lot right. of it is sitting in parking lots. A lot of it's going to really crowded touristy places that it looks like you're by yourself, but really there's 50 other people around right. you. I mean, that's huge in travel in general. Yeah. One of the places Cassie and I wanted right. to go so bad in Portugal was this like sea cave. And it's like every photo of it is this like perfectly manicured photo. And it's like, no, all the people are just photoshopped out. There's 300 people yeah. in this cave. Well, you've got that time. one second where those people. Right. They just exactly. walk right. Out. Yeah. We experienced that now, a lot. Now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was huge. And and no, no, not to say it's all like that because you do find yourself in these beautiful places at times sure. where you're just reflecting and living your best life and you have those moments and they're really profound. But but yeah, there is a, a lot of, you know, downtime or just like you're going food shopping, you're doing mm. all the same things that you normally do in, in your life. Just those in- moments make it all worth it though, right? They do. Absolutely. They do. Absolutely yeah. they do. And I don't want to like scare anybody away from it, but you know, mm. you, like she said, you want to be authentic with what mm-hmm. the, the pitfalls are with doing van life. Yeah, yeah. sure. For sure. Like, so for your trip, did you do some shorter solo trips? How long was the big one? Like, yeah. So when, get- yeah, like when you left your driveway for the first yeah. time, like how long was that? Yeah. Loop. So, so at first, when I first got into the van, when it was actually built out and ready to go, I stayed around my hometown for about a month and I just sort of got used to, there's a bunch of apps you can get on your phones that tell you like places to park or where you can fill up your water, where you can get food, you know, all these different things. So I started to just get used to those apps and I was honestly terrified. Um, so I think that was also in part, like just, I've never done anything like that before. Um, and then I had my dog with me, my dog Moop, um, and we ended up just driving. And I think I went north towards New Hampshire, that area first, and then did a little bit of hiking and things like that. Um, I ended up just going to a lot of national parks, sort of having a route that brought me to them because I found that some of the best views I had were in the national parks or right outside of them. And a lot of them have free legal camping. They do. Yeah. So BLM land, you can stay for up to two weeks. Um, I never stayed that long, but my van was off grid ready so I could do that. Mm. Um, And honestly, it was, it was just 
so, so cool to just have that freedom. Like I had so many moments when I was driving where I was like, I am so free right now. I have no schedule. Like, yeah, that's gotta be an awesome feeling. And now for like a novice, when you say off grid ready, that means like you don't require any shore power. You have a water reservoir. Yeah, exactly. So, um, my van was equipped with like a fridge and solar panels and I, I could basically do anything I wanted with my van. I had a little gas cooktop that I would use. So I could, you know, have my food storage and eat and stuff. But yes, it's basically you have no shore power hookup, so you don't need to be plugged into the grid in any way. And you still have access to, you know, your amenities and electricity. And then your solar is recharging a battery bank. Yep. So there's. So uh, you don't have to worry about running your alternator to charge. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Actually, back in my old van uh, named Jolene, I didn't even have an alternator charger. I charged purely off of um, solar power for the most part. Yep. So I had a lot of solar panels on the roof and I had a small battery bank, but it was just enough to power, you know, my lights in my fridge. And that's really all I needed for for uh, Jolene. So, yeah, it, you have a leisure battery bank and you can upsize that to whatever size you need, depending on how many different um, appliances and stuff like that you have in your van that you need to run. I've been seeing you guys do a lot of rooftop uh, heating and cooling units. Do those require a lot more power? Uh, to an extent, you have to size up your battery bank if you want to be off grid. Mm. Um, so obviously that, you know, gets a little bit expensive, but they're special units that draw lower power. So hmm. they're running off of like 40 amps an hour wow. instead of something that's, you know, like your regular household AC. That's so cool. A lot of the, the appliances are actually marine appliances. Yeah. So when you go online and you're buying all these things, most of them are built for boats. Huh. Well, that's good. You know, it's going to be durable. Yeah, especially <laughs> right. with like how we uh, insulate the vans themselves. They're not really drawing a lot of power to keep that temperature cool. And, and these units that these companies are coming out with, like Nomadic, are really great for those tight like yeah. spaces for eight hours at a time. Yeah, that's lot. crazy. Yeah, we we built one for a client that was going to keep her dog in her in her van for a, a good portion of the time. Not all the time. Yeah. If it was ever really hot or something, we wanted to make it so that... The AC eight, could stay yeah, on maximum amount of time for the longest. So she, uh, Kelly ended up making it go eight hours. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's impressive crazy. for an AC. It is. It really is. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so you left your driveway, no job, right? Uh, so I, um, that's a kind of a funny story is I was <laughs> super prepared to leave that corporate job that I told you made me so um, yeah. miserable. <laughs> Hope they're not listening. Um, but anyways, uh, I, uh, ended up resigning from my position and yep. my boss was just the coolest. And she was like, Kelly, I don't want you to leave. What, you know, what if you don't want to do van life in six months? You know, we don't want you to go. And I was like, well, the only thing that I could possibly do is, you know, work two days a week remotely because that's what I'm going to be looking for is a part-time remote job. And they ended up making a, a remote position for me, wow. which was actually the first ever remote position, which I know is so popular now, but, yeah. Yeah. but, uh, back then it wasn't. And, uh, yeah, 2018, that was like unheard of, especially yeah. for the corporate world. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So I ended up working two days a week for them. Wow. Uh, remotely just to kind of help sustain my travels a little bit. Um, but it wasn't, you know, two days a week was like nothing. Yeah, so I still sure. had so much adventure time and I, you know, yeah. now I just had my gas paid for. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, just kind of finding places with Wi-Fi, McDonald's parking lots. I had a hotspot on my phone, you know, so I would just log in and, and do what I needed to do for the day, which was pretty minimal. Uh, a friend of mine's sister just, and kind of uprooted her life, got a van, 
did what you did basically working remotely too. So that's kind of why I asked. It's, it's huge. I mean, in the van life world, there's a lot of influencers, so they're getting paid through like YouTube and things like that. But there's also a lot of people that do seasonal work. So they'll work at, you know, ski resorts or campgrounds and stuff like that. That's really popular. And then also remote jobs. So this gives an opportunity to, for people who just want to travel. And see stuff. Exactly. And like, and like truck weekend. drivers have that opportunity. Like they say, oh, I, I, I've, seen the, I've seen the country. It's great. They see it in like, they don't see it as in depth as I believe <laughs> you guys driving yeah. the van because they're still working. Like Work mode is yeah, different. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> you're, if you're in work mode, you're in work mode. But if you get to that place where you can actually just go wherever you want with no restriction and then yeah. walk in whatever direction you want with no restrictions. To be able to work remotely. Yeah, it's never like, and I have just, to be home on Monday, so right, yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. go that far. Yeah. Pretty great. I think it's yeah. awesome. And that's what made me change my decision was going on that road trip because we went mm-hmm. on that road trip across country when I was still working my, in my company. Yeah, so it's like your vacation so going time back to work on that up, Monday, yeah. like you said, Oof. after yeah. traveling across the country, yeah. I'm like, how, how long were you away for? Two weeks. Two mm-hmm. weeks. Two weeks, we we left uh, the East Coast went, and all the way touched the uh, northern tip of the West Coast. Oh, that's Gosh. wild. Yeah, and I took him to all the best spots just to try to. Yeah, you, you exactly. You gotta weed out the other ones. Oh. Yeah, you were able to to do the like right. perfect abridged the, the big trip. Sell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like yeah. I said before, she's no joke when it comes to research and organization and, and planning the entire trip. She had the she had it planned out for months in advance. She had all the research of all these tiny little secret places that she's <laughs> like you know had ready, and it was incredible. I'll have to pick your brain off mic about uh good waterfall spots. Oh, we know. Yeah. We know. Yeah. That's my, that's my, my jam. Love, love yeah, jumping like, in a waterfall. Secret hot springs in Idaho that are in the middle of cow country where oh, there's just cool. nothing around but fences. And all of a sudden you see this beautiful underwater cave and all this oh, like wow. hot wow. Oh, it was incredible. Huh. So back you after that, Idaho was having the underwater caves. I know? never thought Idaho would be a beautiful yeah. state. <laughs> no, I'm telling just you, just not the one you think of when you think of. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely not on my list. Yeah. 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 Like, hot springs and potatoes. That's yeah. it. <laughs> How do you think they cook yeah. the potatoes? They just throw them in the hot. That's why the potatoes are so yeah. good. Oh my god! I mean, is there a cow in there with you? Uh, yeah, yeah, possibly yeah. beef and potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Who cares if there is? It's just a stew at this point. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what's the longest you were on the road for? So I think my longest stint on the road was six months, maybe. Does that sound right? Wow. Yeah, about six months. That was when I, um, it was my second kind of trip out because I I had taken my initial trip. Then I came back and actually met up with a fellow van lifer. Oh, nice. And we did a caravan. Oh, that's cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, And then I did a, a six month kind of stint on the road. And that's where I sort of had my most growth and love for van life to this day, because it really is like, you can just get up and go and, you know, feel the freedom, even if it's for a shorter period of time. It's, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Like not knowing what state you're going to go to next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're, it sounds like you're inherently a planner according to what Danny's saying. So now I feel yeah. like you got to plan a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, my initial trip out, that was one of my, my, plans was to have no plan. Yep. It was just like, Kelly, you're such a organized planner. Everything is so like by the books, like just 
go, you know, yeah, just drive and, and see where you end up myself to, to do that. And that's what made it, you know, so great. But when we did our cross country trip, I was like, I'm planning this because I want it to be also, I don't want to make it sound like she's planning every second of the day. She yeah, it's more so just location. Exactly. She's still very lax with how <laughs> we're going to handle the day. She just knows what to do. And, mm. it's, and it, it made that all helps. the difference. It made all the difference. Honestly, it sucks when you're on vacation somewhere and it's like, you don't have a plan and it seems like, oh, this is great. We have no plan. And then all of a sudden you're just pacing around and you don't yeah, know where to exactly, go. Exactly. Exactly. And the day's wasted yeah but i feel like the more days you have like that the more you can kind of mm, you yeah. know you, you we do that because we we work all this time we get four days off we gotta get as much fun in as yeah, we can yeah, in the yeah, four yeah. days yep. but with absolutely no plan i feel like i could i could get through that in the first couple of weeks and sort of yeah mellow out after i've gotten bit in the ass that way too like when we were cassie and i went to we were in the bahamas and it was like the day that we were going to be in nasa i was like we didn't have a plan we're just going to wing it and walk around it's like well Turns out, like, kind of sucks to walk around there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> we should have made a plan. And it's like, man, wow, if we knew of that this place was cool, we could have, like, hopped in a cab and gone there. But instead, we wasted all this time walking around and, like, getting offers to buy weed and have our hair braided. <laughs> um, but instead, we just walked around and didn't do anything. See, I'm the guy you know? who's fine without a plan. I don't want the plan. Yeah. I don't like an agenda. I hate it. Yeah. No, I, I understand that concept, but there's, there's, there's good and bad with it. Nope. <laughs> no plan. Throw it out. Nope. Throw it out. Yeah. What I found is it makes your mornings a lot easier. So on, on the road trips, my the mornings were per, pretty pretty much my favorite. Yeah. Because you wake up, you know what you're doing today, but mm-hmm. there's no rush to it. So you can make your breakfast. You can enjoy where you are at that moment, whether it be a Walmart parking lot. doesn't matter. You get to just chill out, have a cup of coffee. You know what's going on today. Yeah. You don't have a time limit. That's I one of like my that. favorite yeah. things. Nice yeah. coffee like really early. So you're not like, oh, you don't wake up and be like, oh, when I go we, home, I'm gonna, that's how I'm going to present it to the wife next time we go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a direction. It's not yeah. a plan. Yeah, yeah. It's, yes. Chill. That's good. So what's your favorite state? If you just had to like pick a favorite state. Ready? Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> I, never been I got a little hesitant because I don't like Portland. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't didn't like, like Portland. Portland. Portlandia. Yeah, because I saw I saw the, the most beautiful parts of Oregon. Like Bend, Oregon is a dream. That yeah. little city there. Like we had breakfast there. We got to stay there. The people were amazing. And then I went up to Portland and it was like just a, a, yeah. another country. It was, it was like, also yeah. in this crazy lockdown state when every other state was opened up. So they were like the last. Mm. Oh, yeah, because we did this trip right at the end of COVID. So yeah. we had yeah. been to all these states and everything was so lax. And then we got to Portland and it was like you couldn't even walk inside of a restaurant. You had to stand outside and yeah. wait for them to. Bring but they were mean food. about it. And they were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were like, no, get get out. Yeah, I could picture that. <laughs> so so they were nasty, but it's the favorite place to sit. Oregon, well, Portland, just Portland. Just yeah. Portland. Just Portland. The rest okay. of Oregon right. was, was awesome. Okay, beautiful, yeah. amazing. Yeah, and then I would say second would be Washington. Very similar. So Pacific Northwest in general. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, I've never been. That's the one like region I really thing. haven't been to. Yeah, there's, there's legit rainforest there. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, we went on this like crazy 13 mile hike just deep in the rainforest, and I thought I was in another planet. I'd love to see the redwoods too. That's got to be unbelievable yeah. to see. Redwoods are really profound for sure. Well. But yep. yeah, if you like waterfalls, Trail of Ten Falls in Oregon was the best hike hmm. for waterfalls ever that I have done. Yeah, it was out of control. Like those, uh, know. the ones that like, curve around the mountainside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The waterfall come oh, down and you oh, get to walk awesome. behind it. There's like a few of them. Oh, cool. yeah. And then you just walk wow. down this pet. There's more and more waterfalls. It's gorgeous. Yep. 
Love looking for waterfalls. John's putting an itinerary together right now. He's yeah. like, yeah. check waterfalls. Oh, yeah, yeah. we got check you. Yeah. We got yeah. you. We'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, my wife's going to too after she listens to yes. this. <laughs> you got to do no. it. I try to tell everybody. I know, like, traveling the country sounds like a crazy concept, like, money-wise, everything. But, like, I can't stress enough. You have to do what you can to at least do it once. Yeah, like, I agree with other that. parts of this country, even just the country itself, is it will change your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this place, this, I've traveled a ton. Like, I'm very fortunate compared to some people I know. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very thankful that I've been able to. But there's parts of the country I haven't seen yet. Like, I haven't seen Pacific Northwest at all. Insane. Um, I've never been to Arizona. That drives me bananas, too. I've never too. been either. It does? Too, too. I have yeah. no interest in Arizona. Really? Oh, see, I want to see it's Arizona so bad. Hot, man. Like, I love the heat. I, hate, God, I, just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty hey, areas. I, I, did, I did almost lose my shit when we were going through Nevada, going up. Oh, that must have been cool. Four hours of just tumbleweeds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another fucking tumbleweed. Yeah, it is weird. I drove, uh, I was staying in LA with friends and I drove to Vegas for like two nights because I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's three hours away. And uh, that drive's weird. It's like, it's the same thing. It's just flat nothingness. Flat nothingness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And driving for that long, you're just losing your mind. And then I finally get to like the outskirts of like where like the, the trees start coming in. But there was a lot of, uh, uh, was it forest fires at the time? Mm. Oh, well. So I was mad and I was looking at her. I was like, this is just like a burnt New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was so offended because I was so excited for him to get into Oregon the whole time. And then it was all burnt down right oh, when we came man. in and he was so mad. And I'm like, no, you don't know. It's so beautiful. Yeah. But then it turned around and it was absolutely yeah. gorgeous. That was when uh, all the, was that when like the Northern California wildfires yeah, were happening yeah. and stuff. We got to see them. It was oh, terrifying. Shit. Yeah, it, it, was it was terrifying. like driving down the road. There was just fire everywhere and helicopters, yeah. and it yeah. was wild. It was like five or six days after, after they were like they were raging, mm. and the sky at my house was orange. Yeah, yeah. It, it had come across the country. Yeah, yeah. like what is going it's fucking right crazy? Now? Yeah. Great. We went over like a mountain range in Yosemite, and that's when we saw one of the first uh, mm-hmm. clouds of the fire. Of the fire, and it just looked like an atomic bomb going off. Yeah, mm. all this puff of clouds. It's like, oh yeah, that's know. that's what Armageddon looks like, I guess. Yeah, it was. Always, it always amazes me that we haven't figured a better way to take it, fight those. When you see it, you're gonna yeah. be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes like, sense. Oh, yeah. oh, the whole mountain is on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's nothing we can do about that. It's, it's like, just what are you gonna do? Yeah, right. you, see, you see the one helicopter going to drop yeah, a, yeah. a right, water bomb. The TV camera doesn't give you the ratio of the water dropping to the size of you're right. This big cool helicopter come down with this big bucket and it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like you know what I'm gonna bother when I see that meanwhile my pool's drained because they're pulling the water out of my pool I just feel like we're so progressed that like there should be something better it blew my mind seeing the the scale of the mm. fire. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's honestly terrifying. Yeah, when they tell you a hundred so million bad. acres are on fire at the yeah. same time. It, it's, yeah, wild. Little, uh, it is. Yeah. it's wild. It's crazy. So climate wise, like what's your, obviously we have such a, a vast climate, uh, change range, in this yeah. range in this country. Like what's your favorite? Like, do you like the winter at all? You like more summer travel? Like what's your favorite to I do? Like, um, you know, uh, weather wise, it, doesn't matter to me, but I like to be in the trees, like those huge, I don't know, just pine, not pine trees, but what do they have out West? I don't know. Like the evergreens and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Just like massive trees, like deep in the forest where you're like, you know, where's Bigfoot, you know? That's cool. We're both pretty like true New Englanders. You know, we, we, we don't hate the cold. We don't shy away. Obviously I love tropical, you know, climates. We love going to Miami. We love Austin. Like we love that area, but like 
we're big hikers too. So just being up north, up in those trees, up in the mountains, up where it's just more nature is. New Hampshire, Vermont just feels great. I, mean, I love the, it. The air feels it. better. I and you know, it. it's, yeah. it's great up there. Yeah, I agree. I like, I like the heat though. That's, I want to see Arizona so bad. I do I love that dry heat. Too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The heat, heat is nice for sure. Um, I think there's just something that brings the new England to you when you're in the trees. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up in a cold van like yeah. that. Oh, that's yeah. Crazy. A little chilly. That's that must feel nice. Stuff right there. Yeah. 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 It hurts, but you're like, when you oh, have to that too. blanket pulled right up. Yeah. To the oh, I love it. Yeah. Miami must be like a shit show. Trying to do it in the van though, because it's like everything is five times more expensive in Miami for we no fucking out, reason. No wheels. Yeah. Like, so oh no! Yeah. Yeah. and there's like nowhere to park. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we don't bring the van when we go to Miami. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not trying to have it stolen or anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, we. I the first. I had been in Miami for like short trips, like when I did fucking Warp Tour with Russ years ago. Oh yeah, I tell her about that all the time. Yeah, we were we were down. We saw like. I saw the whole East Coast in like two weeks in a conversion van yep. with like six yep. sweaty that dudes. That was in that same conversion van. We just went down to Georgia though. Yeah, exactly. So it was yeah. like, it was craziness. And, uh, and yeah, but Miami, it was like, I saw it like in a day before, but spending a couple of days there when Cassie and I were there, I'm like, man, this place is fucking weird. It is. Did you guys get a chance to go to Wynwood? Wynwood's awesome. Loved Wynwood. Yep. That was our favorite. Yeah. Wynwood and uh, Little Havana were my favorite. Yeah. We, we only got to spend a night in Little Havana, which made me sad, but we had a very magical night there. I just love Cuban food. So I was all yeah. about that. Yeah. I got the the little Cuban experience. One of the uh, cigar shop owners came out to me. No, clearly noticed I, I don't belong there. <laughs> yep. And like pulled me into like the humidor and everything. Picked me out a cigar. Oh, nice. It, taught me how to light it. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. They, I could eat uh Ropa Vieja every day of my life. Love that shit. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, Winwood was awesome. Uh, there was a brewery I really wanted to see that was in Winwood and the artworks was amazing. The artwork. Incredible. Uh, definitely a cool trip. We were there for like two days before we got on a cruise. So it was neat to see though. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed in uh South beach, which was a mistake. Yeah, was it? <laughs> yeah. We took scooters over there. It was beautiful. So, but yeah. Everyone needs to see South beach once. Cool to see. Yeah, like one day, one, yeah, one yeah, afternoon yeah. in South beach is all you need, but you gotta <laughs> what see it. Was, yeah. During the day too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We met, we were talking to this dude at a restaurant we went to the first night and he's like, listen, He's like, see this street right here? Don't, Don't go, go fucking it. past that street. He's like, if it's, he's like, see this? It's dark out. Don't go fucking past this street. You understand? I'm like, yes. You can't tell her <laughs> that stuff. We went to Philadelphia for a little while and some guy was like, make sure you do not go to this bar down this certain street. And Kelly like, running. Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a little adventure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just me and her south side of Philly walking at like oh, 11 wow. o'clock at night. It was yep. when is we that first Charlie Day? Is this always sunny? <laughs> What's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you had to impress me back then. So you, oh, I was uh, terrified. Yeah. Yeah, I had to keep it cool, but like I just, I noticed where we are in the south side of Philly. I'm like, oh my god! No, and you were nothing. warned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like on top of it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm like, no, this isn't the way we should be going. Yeah. Like, like, you know, the guy said. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody's different with this. Like for me, it's like I'm probably a little too paranoid. Like my head's always on a swivel. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like analyzing every person around me in a public place. I'm the same way. And it's yeah, like, all right, me as well. That guy looks a little sketchy. That's how I'm going to get out of here. Like I, I have a whole plan. Same way. Yep. And, uh, and I, I hate that shit when I'm in a city, I don't know, you know, cause one street over, you could be in a bad spot. Yeah. And now uh, it's, it's a good little attachment to her van life situation. Cause when she was on, she was going by herself and just her dog. Yeah. So she encountered a lot of sketchy things out there. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That was one of my next questions is well, like, what, what was some scary shit that happened? Oh, she has yeah, a couple of stories. I, I do have a couple of stories. So when I was by myself, I think the biggest thing I learned is like, know where you're going to sleep before it gets dark out mm -hmm. because the area can change so much between daytime and night. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there was, there was one point where I was 
I don't know why, but I hadn't found a place to sleep. And I had pulled over on the side of the road in this city. I forget which city it was, um, but I'm just like on my phone. And I was looking up some places where I could sleep. And some guy just like walks by my van and goes to just open up the door and Whoa. is like trying to get in. But obviously it was locked. So then I'm like, ah, I'm getting out of there. And I go and I end up having to stay at, you know, a motel Um so things like that. And then I also had a situation where someone followed me from a truck Ugh. stop for way too long. So luckily, instinct wise, I was like, nope, something's up with this. Um, and they make every- movies out of that. Yeah, oh, yeah right. exactly. Yeah, I they're it- called wrong turn. Or yeah. Something along those lines, yeah. yeah. And I love adventure, but I also don't want to lose my life or be in some <laughs> trafficking situation. I'd like to or keep some- adventuring. Yeah, Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I ended up having to drive into a police station and, and they they went right to that police station then finally kept going wow but it's like little things like that you know if you're gonna travel by yourself you definitely have to be super aware mm. and like my dog you know she's not intimidating she'll wag her tail when you're walking well, up you what know? kind of dog do you have she's just a mixed breed i don't even know what she is but she's a little island dog but um yeah she's not intimidating at all so that she looks like a help. little dingo yep yeah <laughs> she does but um yeah and then uh just the areas that you're going to be in. You just have to be really alert. Um, I, you know, talk a big game when I'm saying, Oh, we walked through Philly and you know, whatever, but I'm with someone else and I know he's, you know, super aware, but you really do. Like every time I would leave my van, every time I would, um, go anywhere, I'm looking around, I'm like, who's here, you know, were they here before me? Um, I've had some weird situations at campgrounds too. Like, Mm. uh, with, when you're staying at a campground, the people that are around you can get kind of weird when you're in the middle of nowhere. Mm. I feel like campgrounds are like, campgrounds are half and half, right? So you got half, like just normal people having a good time. And then half like, "Eh, maybe, you know, keep an eye on them. Yeah. 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 So I, I try to just not, uh, disclose too much about myself or where I'm going or who I am to anyone. You always like, I was just in, yeah. not I'm going to be at. Yeah. 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 And Talking to like an imaginary boyfriend. Yeah. 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 Right there. yeah. yeah. Well, the big one is like having an extra chair put out. So oh, like, that's or a great like idea. Having an yeah. extra yeah. pair of shoes so that even though they're not yours, just to make it look like there's two people. Um, oh, the wow. chair one's a big thing. Um, I would always like get in my van through the passenger side if I was mm. parked up somewhere to think someone else is driving mm. and then just hop on over. Um, just little things. But um, yeah, one time I was at a campground and this guy, he was in like this like beater van and he was like trying to be overly friendly and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm doing a lot of work to my van, you know, trying to do the van life thing. And I'm like, oh, nice, you know, cool, whatever. And then he opens up the back and this guy has a machete hanging from the inside of his van and there's nothing done to it. Like no conversion or whatever. So I'm like, I need to get out of here. Like that's some weird. Real Gabby Petito vibe. So very, you know, just be aware. And uh, that's, you just have to trust your gut. So if something doesn't feel right, it's like, get out of there. Also, she should bring up is like, when you talk about going through like bad neighborhoods, you know, that's like a small situation. You go through a city, but like when you start going through bad areas yeah like down south like the reservations there's a lot of you know crime involved with that for sure yeah especially with open well, land when you're traveling <laughs> when you're traveling through a bad neighborhood it ends pretty quickly when you're traveling and you're not aware where you are and you realize it's a bad place your whole life's in that van now too exactly right? you know yeah. like it's not just like oh it's 
Exactly. It's and like you said, like a reservation or something, it's like, yeah. this shit's not being patrolled. Like no, nobody's going to protect in you. in the middle of nowhere. And, and they look for that. There's, there's criminals in that area. Yeah. They see out of state plates. All the stories shit. of shooting their tire. And she has a great story. Yeah. I, so I was in New Mexico and I was staying on BLM land. I was actually with a friend of mine who was caravanning with me in her own van. Um, and these guys were flying uh, or running a hot air balloon service and they actually ended up like launching from where we were parking. So we were talking to them and they're like, you know, whatever you do, don't take the high road if you're going back towards Santa Fe. And like they were, you know, saying all this stuff and we're like, yeah, whatever, you know, not like paying attention. Yeah. We ended up on the high road and there's like. Uh, animals hanging from trees. There's like these big billboards with like X's through them. And the guy specifically said, he's like, if you have out of state plates, like you will be targeted. Mm. And um, yeah, it was, it was very, very sketchy, but you're like, you got to make sure you have gas that you can get through those places. And um, we had walkie talkies and we're like, Hey, are we on the high road? And I'm like, <laughs> on that place. Like you know that place <laughs> where I'm supposed like to go? Yeah. <laughs> we're there. And the signs are getting progressively worse. Yeah. Uh, it starts off with squirrels from trees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like cats. Yeah. And then they would have like, it's like half a person. Yeah. Like, oh, this oh, is yeah. not good. This they would have mannequins. Yeah. They have mannequins with big red X's across yeah. them. Oh, um, like oh, a shit. white mannequin. And yeah. No. And, yeah. Yeah, so uh, some fun stories, but other, I mean, I'm making it sound so scary, but but a well, lot of it was I, so good. I guess the reason I'm intrigued <laughs> to ask these the things truth, is because like well, the to, stuff, yeah. the stuff that you see isn't this stuff. The stuff that you see is yes. like yes. the beautiful landscape right, photo right, right, and like beautiful yeah. waterfall. It's like, this is the yeah. stuff that people need to know as the, a side of it too. Yeah. Important. Like, yeah. Exactly. Such, such important. But not to take away from like that 10 minutes of perfect landscape like that's what makes it all worth it and it does it does it changes your life it changes your life you have to be able to adapt like if you are not adaptable don't do van life because you're gonna have those great amazing beautiful moments where you're secluded and just experiencing the prettiest stuff ever and then you're gonna have like terrifying moments or sad moments where you're like super lonely you know so as long as you can adapt and sort of roll with it and trust your gut you know it's it will be fine so for your first trips, did you have anyone try to talk you out of it? Uh, yeah. I mean, my mother was like, what? I was thinking the same. I was thinking along the parent line. She, yeah. she told her mother like three minutes before she pulled yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, by I, the way, yeah. I didn't even tell my mom I was getting a van, I don't think. So I just kind of rolled up one day with this van and it was, I think she was like, oh my gosh, my child went to college and she got this corporate job and I'm so happy. Wow. She bought now a she's house. living in a river and, yeah. and a van down by the river. Yeah. All of a sudden she's like, wait, you're going where and by yourself? What? You know, Her, um, her mother saw her get in the van. She's like, she just got kidnapped. <laughs> it's a white van, too. No it's my van. van. Yeah. yeah. A side note, I would like spray painted life is good. Yeah. Early in our relationship, we would she would have Jolene just as her main van. So I would pick yeah. up my daughter from like softball in this white van and her and her like four like little girlfriends jump in the back of this white van while me driving away. Like, oh my God. Just throw them Snickers bars as they're yeah, getting they're they're like, Come on, girls, let's there. go. Yeah. 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 They open up as a couch everybody's like what the (laughs) (laughs) the only way that's worse is there's a camera with a halo ring around it yeah i know they're just getting just get comfortable relax yeah Yeah. we'll be there in 10 minutes yeah 
Oh, All right, girls, oh. going to Marshalls. <laughs> going to Marshalls. So what is like, uh, what was your first van? Was it a transit van then? You said it was from yeah, Ford? Yeah, it was a Ford Transit, a medium roof. So I could stand up, but Danny could not stand up in that van. Or lay down. Yeah. It wasn't built for you, yeah. sir. It wasn't built for me, no. And I, 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 it's okay. This is, this is Kelly's spec van. Yeah. 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 Like a piece of wood at the end. <laughs> I, need doors, I need a kicker for the ankles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah while exactly. he's fidgeting over my construction yeah. work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, this doesn't line up. I know, yeah. Just, yeah I'm like hunched over trying to cook, looking here, at the yeah. trim. Fucking off. So what's the, now that you've done a few, like, is there a particular van that you like to build out the best? Obviously like a Mercedes Sprinter van, like those are like the, the more expensive ones, but like, as far as like a, we'll call it an entry level van, like a transit or a Ram van. Is there a particular one you like better? Yeah. I mean, I, I think he would probably, Danny. Would yeah. Have we have two different answers on yeah. this. Cause she, yeah. she can, uh, you know, get more in depth of how the vans run, how they, you know, cost wise, like service and all that. Yeah. Maintenance while, costs while I'm getting liability the build is. Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the Ram van's more square, right? Uh, the Mercedes is actually the best to build out of. It's perfect. Everything okay. is just flush. It's yeah. it, I, the, I can put my studs up. Yeah. Mm. Master is a little more angly. Okay. I have to do a little bit more custom pieces with it. The yep. transits are round. So. Yeah. I was <laughs> saying, we have transits. I'm yeah. a fleet manager and we have a, f- a fleet of like 250 Fords. So I, I'm very familiar with the transit vans. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're, the walls are rounded in those a little bit, right? Yeah, but that's not that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking where my, my points are to, to attach my studs. You know what I mean? Yeah, so as long yeah, as yeah. there's a point, I can do it. Yeah. Curve and not. You know, it, yeah. when you go into ProMaster, there's a lot of different angles that I have to cut around. Oh, okay. So that's what makes it a little bit more annoying. Yeah. Well, in a Mercedes, I'm just throwing up studs. Yeah. And throwing, you know. Yeah, it's like designed to have that. It is. It is. And it, yeah, it works very well. Yeah. I mean, we can we can build out of any of them. It's all kind of the same at the end of the day. I mean, I think, you know, if someone was interested in getting a van, my personal opinion would be, you know, if, if you need to be budget conscious, go the pro master, but expect that, you know, they're not going to last forever. Mm. If, if you have a mid grade budget, the transits are awesome and they have, you know, all wheel drive version now, um, which is something to consider. And if you have, you know, a high uh, budget, then you can go for a Mercedes and you can go all out. But, um, those There's, transits were that twin turbo eco boost motor. That's like a Raptor van. Yeah, <laughs> Those yeah, things are awesome. Yeah. We lean, we lean transit. I got yeah. a Ford we truck. Do, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. we, we just like, we just like Fords. Yeah. Jolene was such a big part of our life and I, I really enjoyed how it drove too on the road trip. They're awesome to drive. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, ProMaster is a little more boxier. I mean, yeah. I haven't had any issues with them, but ProMaster feels more like a van, a transit. You could get in it and put blinders on and you could tell somebody driving a car and they believe you. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think, you know, if we were to, or when, cause we're, planning to get a van and, and convert it for ourselves again because we missed that um, part-time travel we would mm. go the Ford Transit route just because mm-hmm. you know it, it drives so nice um, we have you know our heart with Jolene yeah and like, you want a high roof now though right oh, high oh roof. absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, not settling that's a yeah. big thing I'm not settling I need a full size bed thank you very much yeah yeah yeah. yeah. we yeah. built that one for one of well and they have like three different lengths too right yeah. you can do like a long boy <laughs> yeah. 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 The, yeah the Ford extended vans are like massive mm. Mm-hmm. inside so there's and they make dual rear wheel versions of that yeah. too yeah. but yeah. we don't want to get too big because then you're getting into like yeah, the campers yeah 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 like and that. then and then right. you're almost class c at that yeah, point exactly yeah. Yeah. and the thing i love about van life and i say this to everybody is that when you have a more of a compact van you can get in and out of these cities so much easier mm-hmm. so if you're traveling across country and you want to see it all you want to be able exactly. to drive in the city exactly yeah. so you want to just sneak mm-hmm. in somewhere obviously you can't get into a you know, parking garage but at least you 
can go down streets. So I can't my pickup truck in sure. a parking garage. Yeah. The fucking difference yeah, is yeah, that yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then you got you know campers. You have to park them somewhere. And yeah, then yeah. Maybe yeah. have to you know take a train in or something. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I'm a big pusher on size. You mm-hmm. know minimalism. Like that's how we started. So. Yep. Yeah, especially when you travel and you can travel lean. You know. I have two kids. It's not lean anymore. Like, no, no, that's not going to no work. Traveling lean. No, know? that's it's, not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are people out there who have, you know, their whole family. Yeah, doing no, van I've, life I've seen some stuff I and I'm like, can't I can't even fathom mm-hmm. it because it's already, it's, it's one of those things like just with two people, it becomes so much more difficult just mm-hmm. because you have two people in one so, small space, rather all your things and, you know, your possessions and stuff. But yeah, with kids, I mean, props to the people that do it because they have these great lives doing it. Um, but I, I personally, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, you're not seeing that struggle on camera, though. Exactly, you know? like, exactly. And even with just just the two of us, because just the basic things like laundry for four people. Exactly. Yeah. Where are you now doing laundry? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can't pack everything. You can only pack probably four or five days. Maybe it works worth of clothes mm-hmm. yeah. just because you're packing food in, in that small space. Uh, but you can be smart with it and stuff like sure. certain uh, like types of clothing that you get. Yeah, you just wear sweatpants bolt. every day. Yeah. Same yeah. <laughs> well, this Marks brings us back to the sweatpants yeah, yeah, exactly. thing. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever lived van life, but <laughs> well, You don't judge me in Walmart. No, I got know. my going out pants and yeah. my staying in uh, pants. Yeah. And they're not dark blue. <laughs> right? I'm going to tell you, if either one of you guys need to break, just hop up and do your thing. Thanks. Um, so with that said, at the beginning, you were talking about the minimalism was a big influence to to jump into this whole thing. Uh, once you actually started doing it, like being a minimalist and like having a house to be a minimalist in is a lot different where it's like, oh, shit, I have to fit everything that I'm going to have with me in this van. Yeah, uh, that must have been challenging. What were the areas that you found to be the most challenging with that? Well, I had so I had my house and I had only owned it for seven months before I sold it and bought the van. Oh, so wow, okay. I had just finished furnishing my entire house and buying all of these <sighs> things. So I was huge on, you know, going on Facebook Marketplace and selling everything. But yeah, furniture was a huge pain. I mean, luckily, most of the stuff I had was pretty new and I was able to sell it. But I took a huge loss financially from all that because obviously mm. you're not selling it for what right. you bought yeah. it for. But I was prepared to do that. I was like, no, I'm doing it anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then clothing, I just kind of mapped out, you know, here's my cold weather, here's my warm weather and we'll go from there. And I just donated the rest of it. I mean, I donated trash bags full of clothes. Wow. But it was such a amazing feeling to fit everything you own inside of a van and not have to worry about anything outside of the van. That's nice. Um, yeah. You weren't paying to like store shit. No, yeah. no. Yeah. I just got rid of it because I was like, I don't know what my plan is, but it's not this. I some, I know everybody is a different <laughs> as a different relationship with their items and stuff. I, I love throwing stuff away. Like if I haven't used something in like six months, I'm like, look, if I fucking need this again, I can buy it. The only thing I don't throw away Casting wants to kill me about is tools. I never get rid of any tools. You can't throw I'm the tools opposite. away. I'm the opposite. You get rid of tools. I have rid I, of tools. Yeah, because I know what tools I need. Well, that's so. Fair. Yeah. So if if this tool doesn't serve me that purpose, it's got to go. Like I with like I have a draw for like 900 screwdrivers. That's it's like it, yeah, I, so grab the same, yeah, I, I grab the same. I grab the same one every yeah. time. Right. 
It but then, back, like, if I want to poke at something dirty, it's like I got my shitty screwdriver <laughs> It goes back to, like, my mother with, like, Tupperware, and it, like, scarred me forever. I would open up the drawer, and it would just be, like, all this different types oh, yeah. of, like, margarine and stuff. And I was like, I can't. It's too cluttery. So it's, like, the same thing with tools. I got to have my one tool for this. And I why, should do that Why is Tupperware such a bitch? <laughs> it is. Like, you really just fucking is. Exactly. It's just the same size. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Exactly. Listen, I'll talk about Tupperware for the rest of this. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> It's true. Uh, he could. Uh, yeah, Tupperware. I love Firex. Yeah. <laughs> Firex with the plastic lids. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the shit. They're pretty great. Um, we were talking about the different brands and uh, maintenance costs. So, like, obviously they all have, like, a different average annual maintenance. How was it for you when you were on the road and you had a failure or did you have any failures on the road? Yeah, I actually had a couple small things happen, but I had to get them taken care of. But I, the van that I got was under warranty. So luckily everything was fixed. But I think the biggest thing is like the amount of mileage you're putting on your van. You have to keep up with that preventative maintenance. Like you Mm. need to, if you just drove across the country, you need an oil change now and you need, you know, an air filter probably. And like these little things. So I think if you, kind of keep up with it. But that was one of the things like I wasn't going to get a van that was old, um, older, I should say, yeah, because I was, I'm not mechanically inclined. So it was going to get expensive and stressful for me. That's how I envisioned it. So I was like, I'm going pretty new. Yeah. My new warranty. 30,000 miles on it. And it was under warranty. And I was like, perfect. I don't want to think about it. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, mechanics everywhere. So, um, I think just keeping up with it is, is huge, but no, I didn't have anything where I had to like get it towed or anything to that extent. Thankfully. A lot of people will talk to us about, you know, uh, converting buses, old buses. Yeah. You see a lot more of that now vans and stuff like that. Like Russ's van. Yeah. But like, I mean, I try to shy people away from that because like you said, the the mechanics of it all. So you want to spend all this money on all this renovation on this van, make it look beautiful and then it breaks down into you. And it's like this piece of shit. You can't. Yeah. (laughs) The thing with the buses too, like especially school buses, like you were on a school bus as a child. You saw how those people drove those buses. It was hard on, hard off, hard on, hard off. However many years that thing was in service. Now, granted, you can make them look gorgeous. Absolutely. Mm, Tons of room. But now it's just a fort in your driveway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're meant to do a job you know these vehicles are not intended to be converted so you have to kind of think about that is that you know just like when you go to buy a new truck if it was a work truck you know it probably wasn't maintained very well yeah right. it's the same thing it with was, vans was lightly used in the job site for three years oh the fuck it was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. transit exactly. used to plow yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the other thing i was gonna ask was uh payload capacity with like these different vans like your wood's heavy like exactly. Yeah. You have to factor idea. in uh how much weight you're adding to them and the yeah. batteries too. Mm-hmm. Um like with the transits, I know there's like, you know, a two fifty, a three fifty, and then there's like, you know, you wouldn't want like uh a half a ton vehicle necessarily, right? Because it would be like too too light. Well, I mean, you're probably thinking that like when you're framing out these these vans that I'm using like you know, full pieces of wood. But you're not using two by fours. You use no, that. I'm, uh, ripping, that was, I'm ripping them yeah, down. Yeah, that's so what like, I was going to get yeah. to is you, where do you find the my question specifically that I typed to was like, what's the happy medium of like strength versus weight versus size? Like, how do you factor all that in? Well, it's engineering. So, yeah. like, I mean, luckily, my background in carpentry, uh, building beach houses, you know, the engineers are really tough on the coast. They, we have a lot of specs that you have to go, you know, a lot of. um Checks and balances. Yeah. Hurricane ties and all. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I learned all that. So like, um, it's just how you build your framing out. Now I can rip things down to inch and a half, inch and a half, which is like a two by four. The two is actually an inch and a half. Yeah. 
So that makes it a nice, perfect little square. That was really like strong if you build it nice with all its little supports. Yep. So I can take weight off the van by ripping all that wood down and just doing all these like nice, beautiful little stick frames with uh, plywood attached. Now that sheer strength is yeah great. Right. That and the van itself is already structurally sound, right? Exactly. You're not building. Yeah, it's not like the van's going to twist. Weight exactly. on the roof, like yeah. that's just for yeah. The, the deep, van, you know. the van really is the frame. Correct. The, the wood frame you build is just holding the wall. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. I haven't messed with uh, any yeah. metal. Like I just, I was always building with wood. Yep. So that is huge right now, though. A lot of people are doing. I just know aluminum. it's lighter. That's why I was. Of asking. course, of yeah, course, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's, I do see a lot of people who build out vans and they're very heavy. Like they'll have these 40 gallon water tanks in them. And they're like, you know how heavy that is? Yeah. And you're seeing the thing just squatting. (laughs) You know, they haven't upgraded the suspension. So the heavier you go, chances are you need an upgraded suspension, but our builds are pretty light. You know, we don't do anything too crazy. The Mercedes we're working on right now is beefed up with an upgraded suspension. It's so double lifted. <laughs> oh, wow. lifted. Then he lifted it again. So this is a, a customer's van. They, is this an empty van they bought and gave to you guys? Yes. Actually, it was for a, a firefighter who passed. He was oh, going to okay. start uh, van life himself. Yeah. Uh, he started, he put in like the, the fan and the window and stuff and unfortunately passed in a motorcycle accident. Oh, wow. So uh, his family didn't know what to do with the van. And we ended up, she was at Lowe's one day and ran into somebody who knew the family and yep. was like, oh, is that your van out there? Are you, are you, do you own a company? Yeah. And told us the story about the firefighter. Well, nothing really came of that. We gave him a business card. He didn't really contact us. But uh, but uh, funny enough, the guy that had the military vehicle also knew the firefighter. Uh, okay. So when he sold his military vehicle, yep. he ended up buying that van. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And brought it right to us. Okay. So it came, you know, like full circle. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I did see online they uh, they switched into the van from yeah. the military vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He loves all those, like, little vehicles. He has all these little fun projects that he has going on. Yeah, yeah. Cassie was telling me he's got a really neat garage, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. It's like a auto body shop kind yeah. of style, but it's in this nice little Middleborough style home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, that's got to be nuts, man. Like, figuring out. Now, with with this new van that, that this guy had, he already had a vehicle that was partially converted, right? Were they were they, they weren't like living out of this for long periods of time, right? Uh, the, military the military vehicle. No, no, yeah. it was their beach rover. They okay. would bring it to party because they can go on the beach because they can go over cars. Pretty yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now with this van, is the intent to do more long distance stuff? Or yeah, they want to do like weekend stuff, that tailgating and stuff like that. Like I brought up how you can bring it into you know smaller spaces, mm. like, you know, a football game or something. You know, tailgating that easy. Yep. Uh, he said he wants to off-road with it, which is a little <laughs> scary because I'm building a beautiful home in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got to be something, too. So, But it you, can do it. You yeah. have to come up with these solutions to keep the stuff in cabinets and doors and things secure. Like, your exactly. cabinet doors have to latch. Okay. Yep. Yep. And to And to, you know... Like refrigerator, that thing can fly open. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And to touch back on like the hurricane stuff like that, like whenever I build anything in this van, it's super tight. Everything's yeah. glued, like over glued, tight, mm. tight, over glued, screwed down. I want to make sure that thing doesn't even squeak when it. Yeah. Does. When you're building a house, it's not going down the road, twisting right. and moving. I mean, like, a house has yeah. to move a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Not as much yeah. as a van no, does. No, that. No, yeah. no. We don't want the van to move. So. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah, Lots lot, of glue. Lots of glue. So, yeah. so you were talking about the weight of that 40 gallon tank. Mm-hmm. What, what is your normal spec? A common spec, I I guess I'm asking. So you mean like for in terms something of the as far as with the vans and a weight of, and stuff like that? A lot of people. I mean, you can we put um, let's see what what's that? we do like what twenty usually twenty gallon tanks. That's uh, like a gray water tank. What's the uh, tank we have fresh, now? 
That one's a 22 gallon fresh water. Then they have a 20 gallon black tank or 22 gallon black tank and then an 11 gallon gray tank. All right. So that, that, so the black tank, that's like toilet tank, right? Yeah. It's yeah. got a, a running toilet. It has wow. A running toilet that's my first one that, that yeah. I installed. Yeah. yeah. Ask about that. I was going to say, because usually yeah. they don't have a toilet, right? No. Oh, you can make one. They have these like, uh, like more like a, almost like toilets, yeah. like biodegradable compost, to- compost, compost yeah. toilets. Yeah. They, they have, um, this new toilet called the Laveo toilet and it has like this tinfoil cartridge that's in it mm. and it spins and seals up with no scent um, or anything like that and it runs off of just super low It's voltage. like a diaper genie where it just it kind is. of wraps yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, so there's a lot of, um, they have incinerator toilets, there's a bunch of Excuse different, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will just incinerate. That's how it heats the van. Yeah. Recycling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But, um, you know, in, in terms of weight, you know, when you have all the tanks, like this van is upgraded suspension, but I, I personally, you know, wouldn't get like a 1500, you know, kind of um, vehicle. I'd at least go for like a 2500. I was like 1500. You're starting in the hole no matter what you do. Yeah. It's just kind of like, you know, you got to think that, you know, they, their capacity is what seven to 8,000 pounds that they can hold. So there is a lot of weight going into the back. And then if you're hitting bumps and you're trying to go up mountains, you know, you're yeah. going to be pretty slow. If uh, yeah, with a full <laughs> tank of water, yeah. you know, and usually right. from 15 to 1500, 2500, the transmission's stronger, mm-hmm. probably have more gears, whatever exactly. it is. It's, it's little, you have to think about. That. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Were you running like undermounted tanks on your first build? No, I had a super basic setup where I had this five gallon bucket or not bucket, but a jug that was underneath my sink and I would just take it and empty it and just use biodegradable soap. And as long as you don't throw it in a river, you're pretty much good to go. Yeah. (laughs) And then we started working with the tanks built into the van, like into the seats. Yep. And we would put an inlet on the side of the van so you can stick a hose there and fill in, you know, your Okay. So you could fill it from the outside of the van. Yes. And then with this build, where this is our first time mounting uh, tanks underneath. So we ended up having a buddy of ours from Rusty Van Ranch come and help us out. There he is. Yep. That's, nice. what, I, that's what I was getting at. So that's, that's pretty sweet. Uh, that, that set up there so, mounting yeah. it underneath so because company- that's, that's all this, uh, unused real estate under there. Exactly. Yeah. And, and now you can use all the space the of that, that you can put batteries or other stuff. Yeah. Cause the batteries Storage. are massive, you know, they've come a long way, but they still are big and they're still heavy. Yeah, batteries are always heavy. That's just, yeah. Yeah, there's no way around that. It. And if you want to run ACs and all the stuff you need, you know, a lot of batteries that just is, you know, how it is. So, um, yeah, it's a good way to do it. You just have to be aware of freezing. You know, if you're in the cold temperatures, you want to keep your water lines inside the vehicle. Um, they do have other ways to heat or wrap them to try to help prevent it. But it's just something to think about. Have you seen uh, anybody run the batteries under the van yet? Are they, do they have like undermounted battery trays or would that be too risky? I haven't seen that, but I've seen people put them in their floors somehow, um, hmm. like cutting out and, and cutting these like custom welded areas where the batteries are actually inset. Oh, like the floor. like so, a metal battery box yeah, dropped so into the kind floor. kind of yeah. like being underneath, but still within the vehicle. But I haven't seen anyone run them underneath. I would well, assume. We got to think too, like the batteries in an electric car, you have no drive line and you have no exhaust system. So mm. you have just open space under there where the vehicle right, still yeah, have yeah, a, a drive shaft. You still have, you yeah. know, exhaust system. Well, like a, a, a transit's front wheel drive, right? The, uh, yeah, yes. the transits are front wheel. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. The transits are rear wheel and the ProMaster. The ProMaster is front, front wheel. wheel drive. Yep. 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 So with the ProMaster, you have a little bit more wheel room under there because there's no drive shaft. Right? Yeah. It is a little bit bigger under there, but they all come in different, you know, wheelbase lengths. So, mm. you know, the one that we're working on now is really challenging because it was the smallest 
uh, or shortest, I should say, sprinter. Yep. So we were trying to fit all these huge tanks. So there really was no other option unless they went underneath the mm-hmm. vehicle at that point. Do you have any um, prefab stuff you use for every vehicle or is everything custom? Everything's custom, right. but for this van itself, uh, so the back doors, you know how they have like uh, where the window would be? Mm-hmm. It's all curved on the inside. So I've been trying to, to do that with wood. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly difficult to try to get that perfectly scribed out and, and, and to you know put the insert in. So with this Mercedes, we found a company that actually sends uh, laser-made inserts. And okay. they're a lifesaver. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so this is our first time using the inserts with the doors. But everything else is completely custom. There's a ton of prefab stuff, but they the prices are super high on that stuff. It's just because there's not a lot of people that do them, but mm-hmm. they right. are you know precision made and they're nice. Yeah, and obviously you have to pick you know there's certain things. Time is money, so it's like there might be a couple things here and there where it's worth spending a couple bucks and having this exactly like those doors bolt in ready to go. Yeah, yep. that's but a we good want we, <laughs> with our company we want the custom build. You know, we're not trying yeah. to smack out vans. Yeah. We're trying to like build a van for van life for somebody. We work very close with our customers. So when you're building it out um, back to like the water thing, the water tanks, do you balance that? Do you balance that as far as like, yeah, you know, as much as possible? Yeah. yeah. Electric yeah. on one side, which is all the batteries, yeah. everything heavy on that. I just, and then your water I was, tank. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking like more weight wise. And you want to try to keep them right. over yeah. the wheel course, wells as much as possible. Course, yeah. So, yeah, so Jolene. Oh, yeah. So you don't have it all the way left. hanging over the back. Yeah. yeah. Jolene was, everything was built to the left. So when I took like pretty heavy, like left turns or no, sorry, right turns, you would feel and turn a little, he's on, you know? two, yeah. he's on two wheels. Yeah. 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 We got Dukes of Hazarding this yeah. shit right now. Yeah. 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 So you definitely feel it. So when people, when people approach you or, or hire you to do this, where are you coming up with the design? Uh, do they have an idea in their head and then you just bring it to life? I'll let her take that. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, so usually what we'll do is, you know, I'll have somebody reach out and they'll say, Hey, I'm interested, um, in, starting van life or starting part-time travel. A lot of travel nurses too have been reaching out. Been oh yeah. Cause they oh, travel. It's a great business for it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But they have kind of this idea. Usually they have sort of inspo picks. And what I like to do is walk through what amenities they want in their, their van and just have a conversation around it. Cause you know, some people aren't sure, but a lot of people know if they want to shower or not. Yeah, like or you have to pick your must wanna, haves. Yeah, because yeah. everything else is built around that. So your layout, your electrical system, everything is dependent of, upon what amenities you want to have in your van and then what type of van you're getting. So a lot of it's that initial conversation, like what's the right van for you if you don't already have one? And then what do you need to be able to do? Because if you're a travel nurse and you do want you know to shower in your van, now that's, that's adding a, a different... Um, element to your design. Now you need a lot more water. Yep. And I need the right. space for a shower. Hot water heater, probably, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. things like that. So, um, Oh, I didn't even think of that. So normally you probably wouldn't add a hot water heater unless you're doing a shower. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. I mean, um, you could, if you wanted hot water to do dishes, but the way you do dishes in a van is different than in your house. Anyways, you're jo- just, John was just going to take, right. Cause showers. it's a paper plate. You just throw it away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it really just depends on what, what the client wa- uh, wants. And oftentimes the conversations are really just, they're unsure what they want. And we talk through, you know, what are the benefits? Um, well, that's obviously so, a huge benefit to going to you guys for this type of thing, because there's probably people that are building vans now that have never actually lived on the road. There's people that are there's plenty of Dannys out there that realized, oh, man, wow, this is a great business to get into. I'm going to build a van 
but I've never actually gone out on the road. No offense. I'm not saying no, you, no, no, but just great. saying like a contractor or something that yeah. can totally build a van, but there's no one in that company that's ever actually lived on the road for more than a weekend. That's probably. a great example. Cause like I said, doing that travel changed my life and opened me, opened my eyes to how to build these vans and make it more useful for that. Life. Yeah. So you, you've seen what worked and didn't work for you exactly. at your height. You've seen what worked and didn't work for you in a long distance. So you guys have, a very specific skill set uh, that that you can bring to this, which is really cool. And we're still learning too. Every build, we're still learning new di- like techniques and different ways of, on how to do this. And like we're working still with our clients that have already bought in the vans, and they tell us their input. Yeah, adjusting from there. You must be like really excited to build something for yourselves again now, where it's yeah. like, wow, now we know everything we like and don't like. We yeah. have a uh, full idea of what we want, and um, I can't wait because it's going to be amazing. I miss it. I miss it. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're building. We're building a foundation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, I, it's so cool. It, that that's why I was so excited to have you guys on because like. Danny, we haven't talked in fucking 12 years, probably realistically. And, uh, it it was so, I was like, I was constantly following this stuff and I'm like, man, I, when I saw you quit your job, I was like, I am so fucking stoked for him right now. So scary. But it was so cool. It's just like, I don't know. It's just awesome to see this all like come to fruition. Yeah. And like I said, learning Kelly's story, it's, it's awesome. I love it. And it's moving. It's moving quick. Like, uh, we, we ended up getting these great opportunities, like going to Spain and building out a a van in Spain, like, like. Ooh, yeah, I never thought I would ever have that opportunity in my I life. Definitely want to get into that. So <laughs> now at this point, you've uh, you said that the company has been what it is for seven months, roughly. Yeah, mm-hmm. just about. Uh, so as far as the timeline, the first van you did, that was one that you guys you sold Jolene. You bought a shell. You built one to flip. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, did you have a buyer for that before it was finished? No. So we listed it, but, um, a, a super, super cool, um, woman, she ended up, uh, she was actually overseas in Saudi Arabia wow. and she saw the listing on Facebook and we ended up having a few FaceTimes and conversations, but she wanted to come back and just do full-time van life. And she is right now with Toby. That was the name of that van. Yep. Um, so she ended up buying it. Um, and then my friend and I drove it out, um, to drop it off at her family's house for when she got back from her deployment. So awesome. it was really cool because oh, cool. I never met her. Um, but when she got there, you know, she's posting all these pictures in the van. I'm like, oh, she made it. Yeah. You must feel con- like you like know her now at yeah, this point oh yeah. too. We, we yeah. keep in contact. She's, she's awesome. And she's out there living van life. So it's really cool to see her in the van living mm-hmm. that van life. And, and she struggled a lot with like what she wanted in van life. She had no idea. She, she was looking at a ton of listings. She kept going back to other listings and Kelly was really good with working with her hands on with, to tell her exactly what she wanted. Yeah. That's sweet. And at this point, like when she bought it, it was already built. Like it wasn't like you were, you didn't really have to change it for her or anything, right? No. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things she wants to add, like a pull up bar and some stuff. So we'll see if we can kind of cross paths and make that happen for her. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that one was built out. And then we ended up having um, a friend of ours who was also in the military, um, knew someone who wanted a van conversion. So we ended up, um, she bought a ProMaster empty shell and uh, we worked with her to figure out design. We drafted it all up and we built out that van next for her. And that was, um, that's nice. So you don't have the carrying costs of the vehicle too. Yeah. Cause we, like Danny said, we envisioned the company to just be that we buy vans, convert them and sell them. And mm. then 
all of a sudden, like the demand had just skyrocketed and all these people had these vans, but there's not enough builders out there to kind of help get them built out. So they were like, I have this van and I want it built. So a lot of people already have the van. They just haven't, you know, found the builder. So there's so many like layers to things that affect the business that you're trying to do right now, too, that have happened in the last three years. It's crazy. It's like the pandemic that changed people's work environments. There's so many more people that are able to work remotely now. Now you go on to that story of that girl that got murdered. It's like that made van life uh, like a nationwide term that nobody necessarily knew before unless they were seeing it on social media. And now you're running into this whole thing of these used vehicle shortages and van shortages specifically. Like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to buy vans at work and they're like, oh, you want to order a transit? Good fucking luck. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't even order a new one now. Like I, I, I ended up just getting two that I got from like, a, it was like a U-Haul. Yeah, place Amazon's getting rid of a bunch because I think the company wants to go in a, an electric direction. Right. So yeah. they're going to be getting rid of a lot of their, their ProMasters and stuff like that in transit. So that, I mean, we're going to have to look forward to Yeah, those to are definitely not abused, right? Nobody puts those <laughs> in the park at 40. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah we get Amazon all the time. I know how he's driving on the street. Grimes so upset about the the vehicle abuse. (laughs) So at this point, it's not, you're not necessarily set one way or the other. Like if you guys buy a van, you're open to that. Or if somebody brings you a van, you're open to that too. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I think, you know, most of the time we're going to have people bringing us vans, but if we ever have, you know, a build spot that remains open, we can always, it'd be fun, honestly, to just buy one and and convert it how we want and, and sell it. That would be a lot of fun too. But you know, you brought up a good point with the pandemic and everything that's kind of happened. That changed the landscape of people's opportunity to do this. It I mean, did. camping in general went through the roof. Yeah, right? yeah, just because this is something you oh, can do right. by yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's not even just about the remote work. I think it's about like the culture of work now. Exactly. It's that, you know, people don't want to work. The work-life their balance. Life away. You yep. know, the work-life balance freedom. is back. Yeah. People yeah. spent a lot of time reevaluating what was important oh, to them. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Especially yeah. losing their jobs to the pandemic sure. as well like yeah sure. you spend yeah. that time not having to go in and then you're like wait what a- i just don't want to go you in almost lose that trust you do you know in employment you know just like yeah gone yeah it changed my gone. it changed my work life i i had to be in the office 10 hours a day every day and now i'm on a hybrid schedule it's like i'm doing all computer work today like i can work from home and like oh we're going to visit cassie's sister in south carolina i can work from south carolina for the weekend whatever and yep. it's no big deal Yep, yeah, and a lot huge. of people are realizing that. And now yeah. the companies are trying to pull them back in. It's just not going to happen. Mm-mm, no. It's just not. You and on the other end, it's box. like, why Why wouldn't the companies embrace it? Because think about all the overhead they'd save in office space. Yeah. No, so it's it's, it's crazy. Cheapest, commercial real estate should be free right now because nobody <laughs> yeah, should be Yeah, because everything's it's open. Just, There's yeah. so many yeah. empty yeah, offices. Please build something here. If it's yeah. not a warehouse... The Amazon's office, buying the warehouses. Op, op, the yeah. Office buildings are Yeah, that's why Trump and Leapock's are booming right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But so, yeah, reti- uh, a lot of people going into retirement, too. Mm. We've noticed a lot of the people that we're talking to are recently retired, but they don't want to drive these massive RVs around. And that's how it was before. Everybody had yeah. these giant... So exactly. That, that used I, to be the thing, and now it's going to I this get like, that. smaller... Like, for people who don't drive, like, imagine you're just an accountant for a living, and you're retired. You're like, like, I don't want to drive that tall. I want to travel. I'm not interested in flying everywhere. I want to drive. And you don't want this shitty tin can trailer. You know? Right. right. Yeah, exactly. So it makes complete sense. Let me, let me ask you a question. So I was talking to my mother about, um, the van life and a friend of mine's sister's done it. Um, a friend of my cousin's does it now. And I actually got to go in his van and I was very impressed. I don't know who built it out. It could have been you guys. Who the hell knows? (laughs) And, uh, 
I was like, wow. I said, this is definitely if I was a single guy. Oh, yeah. Just to travel and do all the outdoor shit I could do. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You you know, got your dog. Who cares? It's great. Yeah. So my mother's just yeah. You'd be blo- living the dream. You'd just be parked on top of frozen lakes. I was ice fishing. Say, yeah. <laughs> There'd be so much fishing equipment in the back. <laughs> just drive right out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll put a hole in the bottom of the yeah, van. Yeah. 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 I, I on one of the ice fishing pages <laughs> I follow, they have unscrewed. Yeah. No. They have a trap door. There's there's a guy who drives the Conoline van right out and he opens the trap door and fishes in it. So sick. So my mom just couldn't wrap her head around this. I'm sure you guys have come across people talking about this in could be holiday parties wherever. How do you, what's your approach when you talk to them about that? Because I'm like, me, I'm just a dick. So I'm just like, well, you're just not open fucking minded. Mm. (laughs) Like, you're just like, you're just so closed off. You think it's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. What that like the the stigma of like van life? Yeah. Of, like, how do they do it? Like I, I think it's just how why how yeah how why it's just like well I grew up in the sixties and seventies and you know anyone who had a van was like a hippie and I'm like yeah I yeah. said well let's let's move on you want to move on that'd be nice yeah. <laughs> moving on to 2023 would I mean, be it's fantastic still pretty much like that it, yeah I mean that's it's honestly something I think that yeah. happened you know, with my mother when I sold my house and bought a van because she's like, okay, well, you know, you're just living in a van. Like, what are you doing with your life? You know? Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's first off, it's not for everyone. Right. Um, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to, you know, start it off is that, you know, not everyone is going to get it and not everyone has the same goals, but I think it's, uh, the van is the tool. Yeah. To live a more fulfilled life. It's not going like to that. actually yeah, yeah. give you the life. You it's still you and you're still living, but it's just a tool. It helps you to get from A to B and it's compact and it's makes things easier to have everything with you um, to be able to do that. But it really is. It's 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 not van life. It's actually your life. You're just in a van, in a van yeah. yeah, which you should attach to doing things as in like, you know, seeing national parks or hiking. Or yeah. Like, that. like you don't want to build just a gaming van. I mean, look at this picture here. <laughs> I mean, some people honestly, probably do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen, <laughs> yeah, some, right, I've seen yeah, some sick yeah, ones. Yeah. I've seen some sick ones. But again, let's be honest. You'd want a yeah, gaming It's a van. fort. <laughs> my, my son went to a birthday party where they put a pulled a party bus up and it was just every gaming system you've ever seen. Oh, with that's all the sick. screens. It was awesome. That's sick. It was like right, six 12 year old boys having the best time of their life. Yeah. Yeah, there's that nomadic cooler. That thing runs great. Yeah, that's just wild. Cool. Man. And there's my mom modeling. For oh, the this band. is your mom? Oh, that's your mom? <laughs> that's my mom. That's so awesome. So we've come full circle. She doesn't, she doesn't <laughs> dislike it that much. No. No, I think she... She's smiling. Yeah, yeah. she She uh, honestly I, I, I think I think changed it's, her mind. I think it's hard for someone who grew up in the era, like your mom, mm-hmm. my mom, to visualize the van finished and actually livable because i've i've been like oh i've been in the van they, they look great yeah she's like that's no that can't be that's impossible like it's, it's a like, mini rv it, yeah right exactly yeah she's like well i just saw these these tour buses of so-and-so i'm like yeah they're tour, like they're rvs do you realize they're just that it's just shrunk down a little bit yeah it's it, it's more it's more sensible truthfully Yeah, it's it's really the same thing. It's just, you know, your space is more limited. It's more compact, but, you know, you can flip up your bench seat. Now you have storage. It's they're built out so you can utilize the space as best as you possibly can 
because it's so limited. And you can probably cross-reference some ideas from like tiny house builds too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, that's what we do. We do we watch a lot of YouTubes on that, different ideas of, you know, uh, enabling the space and stuff. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts about this kind of thing is the multi-use of everything, right? So mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a drawer handle, but if you take the drawer handle out and stick it in there, now it does it's something awesome. else. Yeah. And yeah. Flip it over and, and now it's a bench and you do uh, that, the multi-use stuff. Yes, really yes, cool. yes. It is. Yeah. A lot of people have beds that can so seating areas with mm-hmm. a table and, you know, um, you can get really creative with it. And how you said tour bus, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who's in the music scene and yep. he was talking to me about doing a kind of a tour bus thing for a band. Yeah. Having Cause like, let's face it, these dudes don't have tour buses. They, they can afford a 15 passenger van. And right, that's right, it. Right, yeah. right. Exactly. Or even if the ones that do can, but how can you it. fit that many dudes in you something know, got, like oh, this? You can do it. You know, you grew up in that scene. Yeah. I'm talking about like when you build it out like this <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, like uh, we had the ideas of doing bunk beds on the walls that yeah, come yeah, down yeah. and they go back up. You can have like, you know, shelving underneath them or something like that, you know. So yeah. like if the band's just driving, it can go down into a chill That's zone. true because it doesn't necessarily Sleep. need to have a lot of these amenities. It needs to be more like sleeping functional. Yeah, especially if you're just doing like a, a weekend tour yeah, or something. five day yeah. tour to like Canada or something, you know, like it's mm. it's just it's probably the best thing than than spending the money on a tour bus. Yeah. So your your customer comes to you, build out my van. You guys design the custom. How many options do you show them for them to pick? Or do you just like, all right, we're going to do what we want. Yeah, I mean, I think we just have really thorough conversations with people. We have the vans that we've already built out kind of as reference, but I think every van so far has really just been from scratch. You know, I look at their inspo pictures, kind of pull out the things that they like, try to put that into one layout and one design with, you know, colors and stuff. And we, we keep in contact, like all of our, all of our clients have become our friends because we're always texting. We're like, what what do you think of this color? You know? So we're, we're definitely different than other companies in that we don't have these layouts you pick from and that's what you get. You know, we're, we're trying to bring your vision to life. That is our goal for you. And we're very transparent on what our skills are and what we don't know. So if, if somebody comes to us, like, for instance, the black tank, like we let our client know, like we've never put in a black tank before. Yeah, like, like, we can figure it out. You. He's like, I yeah. trust you. Go get yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> so like, it's like, that's cool. I mean, I'm going to learn. I'm going to yeah, put my yeah, best right, effort right. into it. You yeah. know, I'm not just going to haphazardly throw it in there. But yeah. Like, but now it's like now in the next one. Yeah, we've done that before. Exactly. And that's what I try to tell her. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, we're like, she's like, never a black tank again. I was like, no, we're going to have to. We have yeah, to people are going to ask for this. They're going to yeah. ask. And, like, and it turns yeah. out okay. You know, it turns yeah. out you end up learning. You have to learn. You have to, you know, figure it out. It just is what it is. You and know? you can, like, obviously educate your customers on, like, here's why I think what you want to do won't work. And, you know, you got to find the happy medium of, like, yep. I, I will not I, do that versus oh, yeah. I don't think you should no, do that. I feel like that, when yeah. you can do that. Uh, the customer is going to trust you more. hundred percent. They are. You know, do. I think over yesing them and then putting out a shitty product, a shitty product is like, what I, the fuck? I refuse to do that. That's yeah, terrifying. No, I think that's you want an observatory yeah. and a fucking satellite dish. And it's all <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I, yeah. I feel like in this whole business is honesty is the key. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Not to oversell yourself. I so, you know, thing. how did this all lead to Spain? So we are, um, there was a guy named Alan who was a longtime follower. Um, he is actually a really cool guy. He walks across countries. So he's walked across Slovenia and Japan and all these places. So I had a lot of respect for him and we had a lot of, you know, conversations, um, back and forth over the years. And he bought a van because he wanted to go around, um, around Spain and, and other places and just kind of have that that van to 
go and enjoy himself. Um, and he struggled really hard to actually convert it because um, of many factors. He was in Spain. He doesn't have a driveway. He doesn't have a garage. He's in an apartment you know, building um, and many other things. So he actually jokingly one day on Instagram was like, I wish you guys could just come build the van. And I was like, we can't. <laughs> and then lo and behold, and he's like, "What now?" <laughs> yeah, no, he yeah, did. she said that to me. She yeah. goes, "Oh, he offered us to, you know, to fly us to, to Spain to build it." I'm like, "Oh, cool." She was like, "My, I think my phone just cut out." Did, yeah. did you say okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we ended up just kind of he, you know, paid for us to get out there and gave us a place to stay and stuff like that. And in turn, we were gonna spend ten days just doing everything we could, whatever you could on, on the van, the van yeah. which uh, it turned into quite an adventure. It was. Yeah, a, I saw some of the trials and tribulations involved. Yeah. Very difficult. I mean, like I've never really left the country. You know, I, I never really grew up like that traveling. She's, yeah. She's just recently opened up my eyes to traveling. So when she says that we're going to go to Spain, I get that. I'm 38 and I just saw Europe for the first yeah, time this will, year. Yeah, it's exactly. fucking crazy. Yeah. Same. It's a different so, world. It is. It's completely yeah. different. And it's, you know, it's very stressful. So we, we, you know, we show up and like, uh, it's a supply issue. You know, we have to make sure we get all the supplies there. And like she said, it's on the, it's on the streets of Valencia. Yeah. So it's these tight little, like, they're one ways, but they're not. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> depends yeah. on who you ask. Where, yeah, yeah. When you park, the way you know if you're parked right is if you bump the car. Yeah, behind. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. there's just people just hitting everybody's car constantly. <laughs> I saw mirrors getting ripped off. Like, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. That was crazy. And we don't speak Spanish. Right. At all. I don't know. We yeah. tried to learn. We no. had little flashcards before we went, but uh, it didn't. Love get Google, us Translate. Yeah. <laughs> Google Translate. Google Translate. <laughs> we thought best. Google Translate it, would be great, but it kind of. It was kind of difficult because yeah. you go to Portugal. Oh, it's not perfect. In like Spain and like they just like look away. They don't really want to deal with. No. So like we went to Iceland and everybody in Iceland spoke English. Yeah. It was not very difficult. It was funny accents. We had a great time. Yep. But then we go to Spain thinking like, all right, somebody's going to speak English. No. They it depends English. on where. Like, no, the difference is they all speak English, but they're like, they don't, you know what? Yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah. 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 It, it well, we met some really awesome people. I had, to yeah. get, I had to get this 14 year old boy to like help me get snacks because I couldn't because everything closes at like four. Yeah. yeah. Like every four. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody wakes there. up. Well, <laughs> nobody wakes up before like 10 o'clock. Yeah. We're in like the downtown historic part of like Spain. Of you know, 5 30 a.m. Yeah. Like, well, let's get going. It's like yeah. nine in the morning yeah, yeah. and it's the streets are empty. Yeah. I'm like, what? what the heck? And then everybody closes at four. So I'm trying to get snacks. And I can't find anything. Everything's closed. And I'm like, I see this like boy with like blonde spiked hair. Yeah. And he has all these snacks in his hand. I'm like, ah, ah, snacks. <laughs> I was like, where, where? And he like had to like bring me out just to show him my phone for food. And yeah. Brings me to this like little store for like Oreos. We were really hangry. Yeah. A lot of hangriness. Yeah, but then the oh but then the restaurants open back up at like nine. Yeah, yeah, siesta. Yeah. It's yeah, Barcelona, that the like siesta thing was weird. I, when I was in Barcelona, we ran into that. I'm like, I want to eat dinner. I'm like, oh well everything's closed until eight. Yeah. yeah. So what's that What why is that? Siesta? You just go home and yeah, fucking chill nobody, for a couple nobody hours. Nobody does anything from four to like eight. Yeah. yeah. Dinner and then the kids is are at nine. Yeah, and yeah. the kids are out until like midnight. Like yeah. yeah. Well, you know what they have that makes up for everything that's confusing is paella. Ooh, Ugh, I just want to fuck up paella every night. We failed at trying to get a paella. Really? Yeah, the first one that we got wasn't that great, <sighs> but we kind of got it at like a almost like a chain. The wrong time yeah. of day. Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. paella? It's like a big rice dish in a pan with like every Chick- kind of seafood Chicken. imaginable. Okay, that's what Shrimp. I thought. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah they, <sighs> they mix a bunch so of stuff. It's really good. But the one that I had, I liked it. She didn't really like it, but. I'm so when we were in Barcelona, we met some friends. We have two friends. They live in well, one lives in Boston. One one's actually like works on uh, 
like ships. She's like a like a merchant marine. Not a merchant marine. She's like a, a waitress on ships, basically, but like personal vessels, like yachts oh, and okay. shit. Okay, yeah. But she like below deck shit. Yeah, I was just. Yeah. She basically. Right out of my she yeah. basally is it living the same concept of the van life, but she on literally. Yeah, she literally like has like a backpack, and she's like just goes up to like a dock in a random city and's like, oh, like gives her, her resume and hops on a ship. That's awesome. That's and uh, her her boyfriend's from uh, fuck I'm space in the name, New Zealand. Oh wow! Uh, and he's like a captain of like private yachts, so they just bounce around that's on these ships. Cool. Oh, that's life. And she just lives out of a backpack and. Fucking, she like rides a longboard and surfs and shit. But she's like from her and our friend Andy's uh, from Ecuador. So they spoke Spanish, but like the Spanish they speak in the Spanish in Spain is very fucking oh, different. Very different, yeah. And uh, I could but, only order a cappuccino. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm so thankful that they were with me when we were in Barcelona. Uh, so it was cool to have them. And like Cassie and I would be like, oh, uh, blah, 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 por favor. And then like Sabrina and Andy would be like, blah, blah, blah. And then they don't laugh, and I'm like, they're totally talking shit about yeah, us, but I don't care because Andy just ordered everything I wanted right now. <laughs> I would always forget the por favor, so she would like look at me, like you didn't even say please. You f- like, like, oh, well, then we went from like, like hey, cappuccino. We went from like Italy to Spain to Portugal. Do it, yeah. do it now. Yeah. We did Italy to Spain to Portugal in two weeks, so it was like I had just gotten comfortable with Italy, and now I'm just gonna throw it all away. No, I couldn't even imagine. Uh, I, was I was like, I was just saying si bene for two weeks. Yeah, literally exhausted trying to speak Spanish for ten days. <laughs> It's hard. It's fucking hard. And then like, you're not supposed to, order. like there was certain times a day where it's like, I ordered a cappuccino and they're like, Oh yeah. You, idiot, you yeah. can't, oh, you're going to want to, they're going to think you're an asshole. If you order a cappuccino at that time, I'm like, it's the whole thing. It's uh, a whole thing. That. The waitress looked right at me. It was like dessert. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. They're like, do you mean latte? Like yeah. you don't get cappuccino at this you're like, time. Yeah. I got diabetes, please. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. A, it's a weird thing. But so you're trying to build this van on a street. Yes. On like a one way street. Yeah. What was it like going to a hardware store there? Like, did he have materials he ready didn't. for you when you arrived? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it, he didn't have a lot of the materials ready. Uh, the van was kind of like in a little bit of like sh- uh, shambles. A lot of stuff like in, in there had to move out and like kind of clean. Like he was restart. storing stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, at first it was a, it was a little bit of a slow start because somebody stole the tools right, right <sighs> as I took them out of the van. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like I turned my back, turned back and they were just yeah. gone. So that was <sighs> difficult. We ended up throwing in for uh, a saw. I could, we just felt terrible. <coughs> yeah. I had the van open. So, uh, you know, a couple slow pitfalls on that. But uh, I mean, it was just uh, I'll, I'll let you. Yeah, it was it was challenging. I think just, um, you know, we went in there really excited and ready to go. And because everything kind of had that like slow start to it, it it was a little bit of a trial because we wanted to get further along than we did with the build. Um, but we ended up kind of helping Alan to rework his layout. Um, I went through and kind of changed up his wiring a little bit Um we just didn't have a lot of the tools that we needed um, that we were so used to. Uh, for example, you know, Danny's cutting plywood off the sidewalk, like the edge of the sidewalk. Yeah, with a battery powered you and, know, saw. Uh, I didn't have a, a, a tester for battery, so I was like licking wires. Oh yeah, she was legit just sitting there touching wires and talking. Yeah. Like, ah, that one. Yeah, you, you don't even have you don't have like a multimeter. Oh, or anything. Yeah. No, no. No. Hit that switch. That's the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the wood that I had to work with was like old PT, so it's a little heavier and mm. like it's harder to cut through. Ugh. Yeah. 
So, I mean, every step of the way, it was just a little challenging. And I came there like ready to go. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to get this guy, you know, not really nice and good. And it just was very discouraging to be set back on certain things. I hate that feeling. Like I've helped friends with cars in like somebody else's garage. And it's like, I know where all my tools are. Yeah. And it's like, you go to reach for something. It's like, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> and it was sad because yeah. like, he's a great person. Like yeah. he took care of us. He let us stay at his house. He cooked us an amazing dinner and like breakfast, made us homemade pancakes. Like, yeah, he's, he's a great man. You're a big pancake guy, huh? I love pancakes. I've been hearing you talk about pancakes <laughs> a lot. Don't, don't, don't listen to pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, pancakes are. All right, Captain. Don't no, you fucking do No carbs for breakfast. Don't you fucking yeah. 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 All right. Miserable fucking breakfast. Just sit there and be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I went on a whole rant about how oh, I'm an eggs and bacon guy. Not. I love eggs and bacon. Sure. I'm like not Every a pancakes morning. and French toast guy. I'm more of like he a, doesn't want any carbs at breakfast. Let's <laughs> yeah, just come on. Don't don't. don't that's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was just it was very you know frustrating for a little bit. And 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 to bring it back to like the stress of being in Spain, you know, like I was so gung ho about this, and here I am. And it's Spain. crazy being I in a different country for navigate, the first time. And I'm trying to like work, and I'm just like can't Whoa. get snacks. Tools yeah. are being stolen. The, the yeah. angry part was really yeah, and her and I are working together in a van all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So usually we can very difficult. You know, separate for a little bit, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah you need there. that space. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, mean, I think you know, at least we got through reworking the layout and we did get some stuff done and he ended up changing his layout. Um, oh. so I think he was, you know, yeah. happy with that and, and the outcome, uh, he knew sort of what he needed. He had a plan for his electrical, his plumbing, you know, we got his shower pan ready to go. So we, Oh, he's putting a shower in there. Yeah. yeah shower in the middle. I got his benches and his bed all set up. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I think, you know, we started to get a lot of momentum and towards the end and then we were, going to go to Bauhaus, which is their hardware store. It's like their Home Depot um, or Lowe's. Um, So we finally went to go there and we took the van. So that was the other thing. The van hadn't moved from its spot because he wanted to hold the parking spot because it's like a rare commodity to have that spot. Right. So um, it, the battery was like, you know, dead and stuff. So we had brought it to Bauhaus and he ended up needing to replace the battery there. So we got, we we got kind of set back again. And then we finally got all our fresh new lumber and we were so excited. And I actually had a plan. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got back to, we, when we pulled in the parking spot was like magically open and we were super excited. Um, we unloaded the van, which takes a while because there's a lot of materials and other things that are. But I knew it was going to be my last time, so yeah, yeah like really yeah. organized. I was like, all right, and then yeah. all this is put off. Danny I got this. starts cutting the first piece of wood, and the cops come <sighs> and they shut us down, <laughs> and they basically told us that we can't work on the yeah. street, um, and wanted us to go to like a parking lot. So we ended up going back to Bauhaus and putting in like an hour of work or something. And like like I said, I've been using battery powered tools and like, that's what he has, you know, that's okay. That's fine. But I was going upstairs to change batteries every so often. Yeah. It's not like you're in a shop with a garage. So now that we're going to the Bauhaus parking lot, which was fine. You got no power. I have no power. So there's a Carl's Jr. right there (laughs) and it's fucking empty. So the guy goes in there and he's like, Oh, do you mind if we, plug our tools in there and yeah like the spanish one was like hey, whatever dude <laughs> <laughs> so, that's I mean, crazy yeah so they were cool that was cool but like the day was like shot Ugh. you know so i'm sitting there and, and this is your last day this is my last day yeah. and i'm trying to bang out this this uh last like 
I was like back having it. Yeah. I just wanted to finish it and I couldn't. And I felt defeated, you know, like it just, it was, it was, it was hurtful to the character. Yeah. But he understood. Uh, we sat down. We he was seeing what you were going through. He was, he, he was. was there. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. there. He saw it all. You know, a lot of the stuff we did not, you know, plan for, he didn't plan for either. You know, we didn't know tools were going to get stolen or, yeah. um, you know, that the cops were going to come and shut us down. So there's a lot of other factors and stuff. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was, a, it was a learning process, you know? Yeah. Is he like, all right, when are you guys going to come back to finish this he thing? Pretty that, much, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, much. Uh, and at this point, now that we're removed, I, yeah. I would love to. You know? Yeah. He, I know. He's I a said, great guy. I said the other Spain day. was fun. I'm like, wait, when are we going back to Spain? Um, on the plane ride home, I was like, I'm never speaking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> now, did he speak yeah. okay English? Look at Taco Bell. Like oh yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's actually um, from the UK. So, oh okay. and he speaks a bunch of languages. So yeah. he was he oh, was wow. a really good. Uh, when we were with him, he would be able to translate for us. So that's good. That was, that was good. good. But um, wow. overall, we were still at the end of the day. Like you know, this was such an opportunity to be able to go to Spain and just to have that reach with our company and yeah. Um, stuff like Amazing. that. Um, yeah. So we are, you know, still grateful for that, but Incredibly it's kind of grateful. funny now. I'd go through all the hardships again. You know yeah. what I mean? I would go through all just of the opportunity again. to see exactly. another, but now you know what to expect. So yeah, yeah. Now you yeah. better prepare. So, yeah. so the end of that, so that whatever you had to finish, never got finished. No, I, like I said, I ended up setting up the frame for his, uh, for his benches, uh, for his bed, his shower, she rewired like all the electrical and like he sat down and she wrote notes for him, got everything ready. He I would taught him a bunch of stuff, what to do. I was like, you can FaceTime me, whatever you need to do. Like, wow. um, like we'll help you. Very so, cool. I mean, so a lot was done. It just didn't feel like it, you know, sure. because of no, all I the know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, and all the prep and setup, it's like if you have like at your place now, it's like the vans in the driveway. You open the garage. You got all your woodworking stuff there. Yep. yep. Table saws, chop yeah. saws. With this, it's like. Open the van, unload all the material, like plug in your tools. Like just the setup time is half of the day. So how long are you in Spain? 10, 10 days, 10 days. So what's an average build out take you? So depending on how complex it is, anywhere from usually two to three months. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so the intent in Spain wasn't to finish the van. It no, was to get a, no. Okay. No. That's why I was, I was yeah. not curious no, no. there. It was to help him sort of progress to the next stage of his build. And, and we were hoping to get more of his cabinetry and stuff like that built out, but we unfortunately didn't get to it, but he totally. Understands. So does he, or you guys plan on going back out there or There's is nothing he, he kind of just, yeah, we're just we're in still limbo. Friends. He wants to get property because obviously the working on the side of the street was incredibly yeah, difficult yeah. and him. He, he doesn't have any experience in building like this. So it would be even more difficult for him than for it was sure. for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So I know he wants to get some property and, you know, get a spot where he can actually build. And yeah, if he, he has like a driveway, that, that would, would change everything again. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the, for the build time, it's, I'd like to lean more on like two months, but you know, we're in the new England winter. So sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Permitted. Man. Yeah, Spain was crazy though. Like, winter, what a, what a and, and we've had a like we had we've had a pretty mild winter, but those cold days, I saw videos of you guys out there on some of those cold yeah. days. Yeah. But I, I did that with my old company, like building on the ocean. Oh yeah, and you were outside yeah, in yeah. that tent. So, I yeah. mean, I'm just so thankful I'm home. And when you're like it, working well, with the cold days, the driest days, so you take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. when it rains now, it d- fucking dumps. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's not even just like, oh, it's going to rain. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to fucking pour. Just say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. No one's going outside. So what do you have on the docket right now? What, what's being built currently? So we got the Mercedes Sprinter right now for, yep. the, for the firefighter, but yep. you know, our friend bought it. We, uh, our, our deadline is 
probably a week away. We're pretty close. We're going to hit it. We're very comfortable that we're going to hit it. That's awesome. Then we're going to take a couple weeks off, and then we have an opportunity with uh, Beth Israel Hospital to build out uh, two examination rooms and vans. Wow. That's Something awesome. that's there that the company is Is it for a specific department or? Well, she knows more their, information about that. They're um, just community health. So they basically want to go out to patients who are homebound or maybe in some way just can't get to their appointments for other reasons. Hmm. Um, they also are um, trying to help patients who maybe have busy, busy work schedules where they could just roll up in the van and then do their blood pressure check and get them, you know, blood drawn, whatever they need to do while people are working. Yeah. Even like hit an office building and get a bunch of people at once. Yeah. They're basically just trying to bring the office to the patient. It's almost like those blood drive buses that show up. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. No, no, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a lot different purpose than what you've done so far. Um, Obviously, I'm sure you have some sort of plan. Is there anything you have to do drastically different than what you've done so far with with these Beth Israel ones? It's actually going to be a lot easier because it's just cabinets and a sink and, you know, there's no fancy cameras and all this, you know, other stuff. So it's actually easier than what we've been doing. You don't have to worry about having somewhere to sleep in it. No, you don't have to worry about like storage for your wardrobe. Easy wipe down, just some cabinets. They're going to put, you know, did, flip Did you approach chair. them? They approach you? So I actually, so this is the same company from way back in 2018 that I um, worked for. And I, then I worked for remotely. And then since the past couple of years, I have been back working for them as a project manager. Oh, wow. So I was in a meeting one day and they didn't know about my van company, but they did know I traveled in a van in the past because of, you know, letting them know about it from the beginning. Um, but they were like, you know, we're getting the vans. And I was like, the what? And they're like, the vans. And I'm like, <laughs> she was so asleep during the meeting. Fact. They said, no, you're speaking like, my yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Go on. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was all of a sudden <laughs> really awake time. in the meetings. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I ended up, you know, sending them the website and sharing, you know, all the details. And then I ended up in meetings where, because they don't know, you know, what, what they want want or need or how the vans work and stuff. So then I became the go-to kind of person to bounce the ideas off of and talk through it. And then they're like, all right, yeah, you guys do it. So we're supposed to be starting for them. They're trying to get through some Department of Public Health permitting kind of stuff, but hopefully cool. we'll be starting in, yep. Yep. in March. They agree. That's awesome. We got that. We got a couple clients that have been, that we've been talking to planning out some stuff in the future. So yeah, just regular vans. Oh, we have one person who has a bus that they want to put a library in. For yeah. it, it, I guess it's a public library, like a school bus, like a traveling yeah. public library. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Which is cool. I would like to do that. Now, that's a fun idea. Mm-hmm. We've got a handful of friends that have uh, some old Volkswagen buses that mm-hmm. might need some work done. We'll we were to, talking to yeah. a guy in New Hampshire that, what was it called? The one that has a the convertible one, he top? He has a Westphalia. Westphalia. Yeah, Westphalia yeah. is a cool yeah. pop-up the top. Beautiful pop-up, top. Yeah, he yeah. wanted want some like really custom like cabinetry uh, done with that inside. And I was up yeah. to that, but our our quote was a little high. I mean- yeah, it is what it is. He you know? said it's an old vehicle, you know, and he's like, I don't know if I want to put it into such an old vehicle. And that's where, yeah. you know, it comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Like it is. And then all it goes right back to what you're saying at the beginning. It's yeah. like, yeah. do you want to invest that money in a vehicle this old? But exactly on the other end of that, those are all the money right now because they're rare. And it's like, those are the vehicles that are worth maybe putting a new motor in it. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's right. like, yeah. Or like, and a lot of those that, vans, they, yeah. they pulled that cabinetry out because they get all like molding, molding and yeah. MDF expanding. That's what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's all about like, I mean, with all this, like 
his brother's building one right now, a split window bus that was, it caught on fire in a barn. Mm. And he's like leaving it with the, <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, flame that's burns. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's kind of cool. Yeah, they're yep. doing a they're doing a whole mechanical refresh, but leaving the body exactly leaving the burn bus yeah, exactly That's the way it was. The burn yeah. bus, I like that. <laughs> the yep. burn bus. Yep, yep. I had a question. Weird. This is going back to a, like a half a comment you made about Bigfoot being in the woods. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> anything weird on your like lonely travels down the long roads? That's a good uh, question. Paranormal know, wise, mm, I got a good one for for, for yeah, both of us. I, I I think it'd probably be the same story that you're going to tell, but that's probably it for me. So when we were in uh, Washington, we were uh, walking up by like the rainforest area, that really remote, you know, walks in the mm. in the north. And we're probably about like three hours in. The sun's coming down. It's really like low lit. It's super quiet. You don't hear anything in the woods. And, and her and I are just being quiet. We're just, you know, hiking along. And I'm walking in front. And all of a sudden, like in my chest, I just feel bop, 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 bop. And I'm like... What does that sound? Like? Yeah, goes, your spidey sense yeah, is going on. It's, it, it's in my it's in my chest. It's not my heart necessarily, but it's in my chest. It's like the water in my chest is going pop 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 pop. It's getting faster, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Like my my, and I'm not saying anything to her. Walking like I'm gonna die. I'm gonna. My heart is gonna explode right now. It's going faster. And it just stops, and it's dead silent in the woods again. And I stop and I turn and I look at her and she just goes, did you feel that? Wow. And I was like, oh, oh, I was like you felt that too? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, it, like it, so it, weird. It was like, so you so felt the same sensation. It was the weirdest thing I've ever felt. And I don't think I'll ever feel it again. Like, it's so hard to explain. Did you see anything with it? Or you both no. just no, felt it. No, it was like it. it was inside of your body and Ugh. it was what the, the strangest yeah. feeling. So we were trying to figure out what it was. And I'm like, was it plates shifting or like, so yeah, I'm looking up if anybody in this area has felt something similar and nothing not have yet to find any explanation to what it was uh, holy shit but it was like my my the water in my body was going duh, 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 duh. that's so and weird it got so distinctively fast it was it just like and then stopped Oof. and i was like was it a tree that fell but it, it was no. so long because no. it, it wasn't like, a it wasn't a hearing you right, right. didn't hear a thing it was, a no, it was inside it was very very strange and we were in the middle of nowhere you yeah. felt it you felt it, but neither of you could hear it. Like no, and you it, didn't it talk about it till after it was done. Right when it was done, because I thought I was going to die, and I yeah. also thought I was going to die. So then I was like, "Are you messing with me?" Because I'm the one who said it first. So I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," because so I, I stopped and turned around. And then and looked, he goes, "Don't you yeah. fuck with me!" Yeah. <laughs> and he, not here, not now. He, yeah. he explained yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then he explained the feeling, and I'm like, "Yes, that's exactly what I felt." And then, oh wow, yeah, it was so so strange. So that was probably the weirdest thing. Yeah, we've uh, we've had some cool uh, animal encounters. Like in the Rockies, mm. we ended up parking at the end of this road. It was like a, in front of this big open meadow. Mm. And uh, as soon as we opened up the back of the van and made dinner, this big moose is just hiking through the. Oh, that's so awesome. It's so nasty. I want to see a fucking moose so yeah. bad. I just saw crazy. a picture of a baby moose. Yeah. I want to see any so moose. Cool. We saw baby moose. elk. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and then we went out. So it's nighttime and I go out to, to take a piss in the middle of the night. And, and there's like a herd of elk all around the, the van, oh, just so laying cool. down, looking massive. Elk. It was terrifying. And Jesus. they're just like looking at me. And then all of a sudden, like behind the van in that marsh, I'm hearing some crunching. 
Mm. So I take my phone and I like looking over like, Ooh, what's that? And it's this big, massive black bear just wow. rolling around wow. in berries. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Back to the van. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. She was terrified. Was and I'm sitting there like looking out. at the bear didn't care about us. Yeah. She got in the van, locked what? him out. Yeah. You can't oh, even tell what you're looking at. Did you have any? Mountain lion. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, uh, was that Utah? This was um, this yeah, was, was where Gabby Petito was. Yeah, this is with the video where Gabby Petito was arguing with the boyfriend. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in there, it's now the Arches National Park. Yeah, yep. you, yeah. So we're in there, and we did this hike up to the to the Arches, and we spent there, and we watched the sunset, and we're walking back, and it's just her and I. We have headlamps on and everything, and I'm going, and like in Utah, you can picture the ranges being like on the plat, like it's flat, but you know there's little mountain ranges. Yeah, yeah. So you can see with your headlamp. And when it reflects eyes, you can see those oh, eyes. Oh, for sure. Mm. So I'm going and I see my headlamp reflect two eyes off to the right. Mind you, we're lost. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to say this. Yeah, that part out. Yeah, yeah. We were Let's way off the trail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, way. Just yeah, so we, everyone we knows, he got me lost. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we went off yeah. the trail a little bit. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm focusing on trying to get back because I can hear people off in the distance. So I know we're not screwed, you know, but we're definitely not on the right trail. Not what you're supposed to be. Yeah. So I'm looking at. I see the reflection, but I only see one reflection at first. And I'm walking through the bushes and I'm like, all right, what's that? Is that just one eye? He goes, is that the sign for the trail? (laughs) Thinking that it's like a little marker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a reflective marker. So I move my head and then the other one pops up. And now it's two perfect (laughs) little fucking thing winking at you. They're blinking. And it's big. They're big. It is spread apart. Yeah, like it's a big, so predators have front four. That's a large head. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's spread. So as I'm moving, the eyes are moving with me. And we're just in the dark lost with our headlamps. That's yeah. it. So I took out a knife. Like what I'm like, I'm going to yeah. mortal combat this cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to walk, keeping my eyes on this thing and like terror. I'm trying to calm her. And I'm like, it's cool. No, I can beat this cat. Don't out. worry. Yeah. I got my knife. Yeah. I got my crocodile Dundee knife. We're yeah. good. Yeah. I've watched the UFC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. We saw in Yellowstone, we saw a woman get chased by a grizzly bear. Ugh. Yeah, because for, for some, we talked about this in the beginning of the podcast, stupid people. Yeah. She decided to go, <laughs> like, go out and shake this bear's hand. <sighs> the bear's what wi- the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> the bear is yeah. with its children. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's ultra that's aggressive. That's approach. Yeah. 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 Of all yeah. the bears, that's Smart. not the one. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. yeah, the only bear I've ever seen was with two cubs, and I'm like, I'm not going fucking near yeah. that. Yeah, thing. we pulled up. We have a video of it and everything. We're like, yeah. had the window in the van down. Like, we're not getting out. And this woman comes out with like checks mix, <sighs> and like the bear just runs right up to her and just stands, stands up. up. Ooh, yeah, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, and oh. she is the slowest woman <laughs> ever. Yeah, like she not someone quick. who can run away fast. Yeah. Like she clearly mentally and physically. Crawled oh, yeah. <laughs> back to her car, yeah. and we're just sitting in the car. Yeah. Her, like, oh, oh, the bear was probably like, "Look at this idiot! I'm not even gonna bother that, with that's this." That's how it was. It, you know? ran, it ran up to her and just stood up, and it was like, "Dude, you got Crocs like, on." Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> four by four mode. Didn't even have much four mode. That was that was fun. Amazing. Uh, but uh, nothing else too crazy since then. Wow. Yeah, I think that would pretty much sum it up. Man, that's yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's <laughs> not nothing. Yeah, the feeling one was definitely the. Well, yeah, that's fucking then crazy. Then we could, yeah, uh, uh, if you want to go like UFO stuff, we went into Nevada and we we're around the Area 51 stuff. Oh, and we ended up, really? We were driving. We uh, the GPS took us like off road for a second, and I ended up taking like a wrong turn, which is again a movie. 
and terrifying <laughs> when you come up upon, yeah, I've seen the movie. when you come up upon like a military base that's not on your Google Maps. It oh, doesn't yeah. show anything on Google Maps. It just shows blank slate. Yeah. So I'm like, where am I? And I'm driving. You see all these like low, like built white buildings all lined up way deep by this mountain line, all behind like military. So things. how close were you to Area 51 <laughs> when you're talking about this? Not not to Area 51. So this is where the story goes because okay. we had no all idea right. where we were. Okay. We, all right. I all couldn't right. I couldn't look up where I was. The GPS wasn't working. So we ended up having to drive to a gas station. Exactly. Right? No, but they were right. area, it, it they were was area 52, which is yeah. much more highly regarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was weird. So we ended up going to a gas station and I'm talking to the gas station. And I was like, hey, where are we? And she like kind of said the name. And I was like, oh, I like saw this military base. And she just completely brushed me off. She's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. They just closed. They're like, <laughs> yeah. you have to leave. You got to close. No, seriously. <laughs> it gave me that vibe. Damn. And then I ended up talking to somebody else as I was like out pumping gas. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, that's that's where area when area 50 51 was found that supposedly that's where they brought everything was to that location yeah because it was so remote and like everybody just thinks it's just a military base in nevada nobody cares so it was like it was super spooky and everybody just kind of hushed me along and, yeah, yeah. And pushed me forward. move it along move it along yeah yeah and yeah. we talked to some teenagers about skinwalker ranch oh shit uh. yeah and one kid got excited he was like oh yeah skinwalker and his buddy hit him and it was like <laughs> shut shut up don't, don't tell him that and then that was the end of it. They didn't even wow. mess with us. They just like. Oh, that's it fucked up. <laughs> they gave you free gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just go. Just, just like go now. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you say you're from? Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Wow. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um, but I was going to get any questions, but that just reminded me. Uh, as far as like cool secret spots, you said like. We don't disclose any of your cool secret spots, but you've probably found some cool ones over the years, right? Yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> Are you like do other van people tell you about spots? Like how, how do you, or do you, has it been places you stumble upon yourself? So the apps and the forums are really where, you know, the gold is as far as finding places. But, um, you know, I would say that I overlander that app. If you really do your research, you can find places that have hot springs and stuff like that. And if you read all of the comments, people will let you know, like, Hey, you have to drive down a 10 mile dirt road Mm. to get to this hot spring. Nobody's going to be there. Uh, I don't know if it's legal, but like, go for it. Here's where it is. Cause yeah. I stayed there and yeah. I was fine. You a know, a lot of these yeah. places are private property too. A lot of mm. people don't care that you're there. Be respectful. Yeah. You're driving on people's ranches to go find some of these hot springs. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you have 40,000 acres of ranch, you can yeah. only keep track of and, so much. Well, when a, a random white van drives by the only house that you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like they are sitting there on there like, the cattle like looking at you like what's up yeah, yeah. this is my driveway yeah, well, I've been literally, on this, yeah. Been this road for two hours but yeah. they know but they know yeah and then a lot of it is just from uh either stumbling upon uh little gatherings of other van people so um you'll talk to people in parking lots or like know, a van gtg yeah. yeah and then people will be like yeah. hey have you been over here because you should go it's only 20 minutes away and like you hear a lot of that we too. would have oh, people cool. message us and stuff like that like, cool. oh yeah i saw you guys are in this yeah. state you should check exactly. this out exactly yeah go on this hike or go stay at this spot it's it's super pretty and or restaurants secluded. we're mm. big foodies we love oh, checking yeah. out local foods mm-hmm. so Next time you come, you got to get the shawarma. Dude, I got, I was eyeballing it. I knew <laughs> yeah. Next time. Yep. Uh, let's just jump into some questions. Do you have anything else that, uh, I can't think of nothing. Oh, okay. I, I did have a thought, but I lost it as usual. So I'm <laughs> just gone. Usually I just type. Oh, it. well, here we go. Uh, this one's from a listener backyard spider. Is there an ultimate travel van food? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Does like your go-to. Count? Because yeah, coffee. <laughs> there's yeah. nothing better than that hot cup of coffee. Yeah, uh-huh. especially we use a, a pour over. So I know you had that coffee. Oh, yeah. Was he talking about pour overs? Because I love them. Yeah, pour overs great. Yeah, yeah. We use a lot of pour overs. But for food wise, I mean, I cooked a lot when we were on our trip. We had that gas stove. So we would just get simple ingredients. You got a flat top? Like a Blackstone no, or anything? No, no. So just a gas. we just had a Coleman portable mm gas or propane uh, cooktop that we were using. But um, a lot of the vans do have, you know, their special yeah, stoves. But I know my way around a cast iron. And so we brought that and I yep. would just, I would just get stuff like, you know, chicken, rice. Easy oh yeah. And just slap <sighs> it together. So, yeah, and that, gross. that Blackstone griddle, that was life changing yeah, for if me. You, if I you love want, that damn thing. If you want me to be legit van life food, yeah, it's truck stops. Yeah. You go, to, you go to Flying J's, Loves, like those places are like cumbies on steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, the, the breakfast yeah, yeah. diners inside, yeah. like oh, inside of a truck exactly. stop. Oh, yes. so good. That's, that's what you're looking for on van life. You're mm-hmm. going for those places. Yeah, it's like eight bucks snacks. and you're getting like the two by two by two, like yeah, sausage eggs. And breakfast and, you don't have to yeah. eat till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you don't thing. have yeah. to do any dishes. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Dishes and van life are terrible. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, would you consider a camper van road trip through Europe, yeah. i.e. Spain or Valencia? This person, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> this is the guy that. Is you, it Alan? It's Alan. Alan, 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 Alan Nesman. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's funny. Alan, you know that answer. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but yes, definitely. We would definitely yeah. we did that. We did that with Iceland. We uh, She ended up planning a trip in Iceland where we rented uh, a van from Cuckoo Campers and uh, they gave us a Volkswagen. So. If you don't mind, my like two best friends are going to Iceland in May mm-hmm. and they're renting a car and they're driving around the island. The ring? Yeah. Would you would you mind if I had them get in touch with you for a couple of recommendations? Absolutely not. Send them my way. Definitely. Yep. We'd that's, love to tell them. That's funny because I had someone named Nicole reach out to me and she said she's going to Iceland with another couple people. Oh, really? In May. I don't think it's them. Okay. So this is, uh, yeah, these are, these are my friends, Anthony and Sarah, okay, uh, good. big shots of Del Boner. Uh, no, they're my, my dear friends. They, they live in Middleboro. It's a really weird story. So I did work on Sarah. This is random, but I'll just tell a story because anyway, it's a good story. <laughs> so Sarah, I, I put air ride in her car, uh, like fucking 10 years ago. And, um, she lived in New York. She reached out to me and she was like, Hey, I, I saw you do air suspension installs. I want to do air ride in my, in my TDI rabbit. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Bring it by. Here's what we do. And she left her car with me and Andy for the weekend and we did it and hadn't heard from her again in like a decade or something. And then like, we were always friends on social media and I saw her cabrio and middle bar. I'm like, Hey, like weird. Ooh, I think cabrio. I saw your car. She's a bagged cabrio. I'm like, I think, I saw your car in Middlebar Center. Did you move to Middlebar? And she's like, oh yeah, me and my boyfriend just moved to Middlebar a few months ago. And I'm like, oh no shit. And like, now we're like best friends. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, the one piece of advice that I'm going to give to her now is watch out for speed traps. Watch out for speed traps. <laughs> so when we rented the van, the guys were very helpful with everything. I think they rented a Suzuki Jimny. <laughs> yeah, we had, so what was the a big ass uh, Volkswagen van? Yeah, T5s? I, I forget. It's kind of like a sprinter, like, but yeah, it's yeah, 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 probably yeah. a T5. Oh, it was big. It was big. It was, big. Big. It was hefty. Yeah. But uh, they have these uh, speed traps there. So they don't talk about the speed traps. They just talk about speeding. So mm. there it's, it's obviously kilometers. Yeah. And all the highways and all the back roads are 55 kilometers, mm-hmm. which is like about 70 miles an hour. So, oh, no, what is it? It's, the other way. Yeah, it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's like yeah. 35, 38. You're supposed yeah. to go like 55 miles an hour. Yeah, there, at all times, at all yeah. times. So they have these like little secret cameras. And I didn't know. 
So when you see these cameras uh, signs, they're like the old school accordion cameras, and they're always next to beautiful places. Yep. So me, I'm thinking like, oh, these are little tourists. It's spots. in Icelandic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in not Icelandic. in English. Yeah. So when you violate the speed trap, yeah, it's a mandatory six hundred dollar fine. <laughs> oh, oh, or do no. they mail it to you per yes. speed trap? Per speed they mail trap. it to the rental company and then they mail it to you yes. afterwards. Yeah. So I hit twelve. Oh no! Oh my God! <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. And we didn't find out until the end of the trip. So right before we went and brought the camper back, we had to cancel our credit cards. Because the police will tell the camper van company to that just charge you your violated card. and they'll charge your card. So we had to cancel our cards. And now you just can't go to that country. And we can no, never, literally, if I land in Iceland, in a lifetime. they're going to take me off the plane and bring me right back to the police station. <laughs> so your boy had to flee the country. Yeah. <laughs> There's a funny I took my wool blanket and got out of there. <laughs> so, there's no Icelandic. So when Sarah and uh, Emily listen to this, take some fucking yeah, notes. Yeah, take some notes. Yeah, no, we yeah, are, especially uh, in tunnels. Uh, our, especially tunnels. Our friend Chuck <laughs> has a speeding ticket story. He was in Jeez, he was Italy. in like a Fiat Abarth in Italy and he had a camera speeding ticket. And he's a business owner, so he has like a, a, a attorney on uh, retainer all the time. And he had his attorney basically like write a nasty letter to the police, like, yeah, like you can't prove that it's a rental. Like you can't prove that my a client was driving it at that time, which he may or may not have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, like Italy has been sending him these like ridiculous demand letters for for years, about four years now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm never fucking paying that. Yeah. <laughs> I racked up like three grand. I was expecting Bjork to be at my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, With a swan dress, uh, like, you got your door. Yeah, yeah. You gotta come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so listen to that, Anthony and Sarah. Do not speed there, man. That's fucking. But crazy. yes, we'll give them some recommendations. Oh yeah, for we sure. have great food we places. Have, we have awesome. good ones. Awesome. Um. Yeah, the thing they rented. It's like one of those. It's like it's like a basically a geo tracker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need um, it out there. You need it out there. Yeah. Uh, every detail, Maine. What's the biggest annoyance of living in a van? Sounds like dishes. If I had to t- pick one mm. of the things that you said so far today, I think it actually is probably parking. Mm. I think it's, uh, unless you're really prepared, it's so difficult sometimes to find a parking spot. And sometimes you're just exhausted and you just want to go to sleep and you will spend sometimes hours driving around trying to find a legal place to sleep. Yeah. Cause you think it's just as easy as pulling over and sleeping in your van, but it's just not. It's not. Yeah. You get like cops knocking on your window. Like, yep. yeah, gotta get out of here. Can't sleep here. It, yeah. It, they've really cracked down on it because, you or know, just being dangerous. Or like yeah. You're yeah. yeah. But it's really, you know, if you want to get actual good sleep and you're not going to worry about that knock, then it can be challenging to find a good spot. Mm. So like she said, those apps that she uses, iOverlander and stuff like that, they have a plan your sleeping spot early. If yeah. you plan nothing else, plan where you're going to sleep. Exactly. exactly. That's so true. Uh, we're going to do some rapid fire here cause we got quite a few from Schmidtum. Oh boy. So, uh, that's so unusual. I know. Well, no, it's but he him. has, he has two vans though. So it makes sense. Yeah. So he, his is a Westphalia, right? No, Van. his, his is a, his other one, his, his current one. No, it doesn't. It's not a pop. Oh, it's not a pop. He has a, he has a rooftop camper. Oh, but he, he does a, use it. He uses it all yeah, the time. He has a rooftop tent on right. a Volkswagen van. Yeah, oh, and then cool. he just like bought, those. he just bought a Bay window air cooled rear engine van too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so the, he, he understands van stuff for sure. Uh, let's see. Best second battery type and charge controller. In your opinion. That's a you question. Yeah. Um, lithium iron batteries. 
Yep. Period. That's it. Yeah, they're and a little then, bit more expensive. Um, what was it? What do you ask about? Charge controller. Uh, charge controller. Um, like a specific brand you like for? Yeah, I mean, I like Renogy's MPPT charge controller. Google it. Yeah, and again, you're spending money, but it's it's the quality that you're. But looking the batteries. For. But you definitely, want the quality, though. I think you right. Need you need it you need in this it. particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So you kind of we were talking about this already. Best way to find off the grid parking spots for camping. So that app, I Overlander. Yeah. Um, or the, um, so either I Overlander, um, or dirt D Y R T. Perfect. Uh, carpet or solid interior floor. Oh, solid. solid. No carpet. <laughs> Whose question is that? <laughs> That's Who's also, that? this is all shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's pissed. Yeah. yeah but I, you gotta block. <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree. So offended. <laughs> um, favorite on the road recipes. We kind of covered that. Was that Schmidt? Like yeah, I said, I'm just going to have to stick with coffee again. Yeah, yeah. Coffee. coffee is a staple. Red Bull. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sugar-free Red Bull. Covered that. Favorite state. Um, best community spot for discussions on van life. Facebook, Reddit, Twitter. What's oh, your, okay. what's your favorite like uh, forum, I guess. So I personally like the hashtag van life Facebook group for mm. actual advice and conversation. Perfect. Well, Schmidt, you got two vans. Get over there and check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, <laughs> this one's from our, our listener, Becker junk styles, uh, living in a van down by the river. Yeah. We did talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, oh, we lived best, by some beautiful yeah. rivers. Best so. place to sleep, honestly. Yeah. Just hear the river. Yeah, you open up the back doors and you got the river just flowing down. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one from Becker. I love my G van so much. Any future plans to build a sweet old van? So we did kind of cover that. Yeah. It's like, not that you're against it. It says that a lot of the time people hear the price of what it costs to build what you're building and they don't want to invest that kind of money into a van of that age. Exactly. Especially with those kind of vans. They're not meant to be built out like that. So you, you got to think about taking what's in there out. You know what I mean? You don't know what's behind stuff. You don't know what kind of damage you have. You know, it's just. It's Especially if it was an existing conversion van. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we'll build them for other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't necessarily go out of your way to buy one. No, but we'd be very open right. to yeah. how we feel about that. You yeah. Know, they look yeah. cool. They look great. The styles are amazing. And you can do some beautiful things with that. But yeah. I mean, just again, is it worth it? It's a different thing too. It's like a lot of people, a lot of people are into those right now. Like the whole, like, you know, chopper van, like wizard dude, yeah, do exactly. metal fucking yeah, yeah. shit. And it's like, cool. Like, yeah. If you're going to like strap your ratty chopper on the back of it and drive two hours, it'll be fine. But like, Maybe you're not going to drive cost crunchy in it. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. it's a whole different purpose. Um, that's all I got for questions. I think you guys have anything else before I wrap it up? No, I think I we think pretty so, much had a lot of things. Anything else you guys want to say? Uh, maybe yeah. we know where to find you if anybody's looking. Best place, Vava Vans on Instagram. Yeah. Vavavans.net. Vavavans on Instagram. Yep. TikTok. We're, yep. We're, Message we're us. There. We read all the messages. We're, sure. we're, we're very open to advice, you know. Yeah, you don't, you know, if you uh, want a van conversion done or you just have questions, you can reach out just because you reach out to us doesn't mean you have to commit to having one done. We're also happy to just give advice and have a conversation because we love talking about it. Awesome. Yeah, you guys have lived it. You've done it. And uh, you're happy to point people in the right direction. And if you're interested in digging in, these are the people to talk to. Uh, 
big thank you to come out for uh, for doing this. This is awesome. I've been wanting to do it for a while. It's yeah, super interesting. Yeah, and uh, love to have you again if you'd like to come on Absolutely. again sometime. Anytime. And thank you guys for having us. This was a really yeah, cool experience. Cool. Nice. Absolutely. Awesome. Glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, so once again, if you have any other questions, you want more information, uh, vavavans.net or uh, vavavans on Instagram, TikTok. Um, we'll put the all those links in our show notes as well. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya.